Welcome to the Red Black League High School Hockey Podcast. Today we will talk about this year's state tourney, interview state champion coaches Joe Cullen and Lee Smith, and prep you guys for next year with a top 10 for AA and A. Hope you enjoy today's show. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire well, good morning, almost good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? Well, we've really Frankenstein the show up yep. pretty well so far, You're but this oh, is a good four, one. Hour four, hour five, somewhere. <laughs> oh. right, well, let's let's give credit where credit is due. Tony just nailed his last intro of the year, so he's yeah, on top. Yeah, congratulations, Tony. Yeah, a little rehearsal doesn't You've hurt. You've dogged some outros already today, but you know the intro was good. Yeah, intros were good. Man, that was a lot of outros. We got a lot of guests. We got a lot of segments. There's yeah. just a ton. You, you, we got of 20 minutes on Mike Randolph in this show. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can see the future, yeah. Carl. How would you do that? Yeah. You know, this, this podcast just exists in a time warp. But it is a complete. I must warn all of our listeners. We recorded the end f- first. First. And, and, and there's like two a lo- coaches in the middle, and now we're doing another segment or two. This so. is going to be – you're not going to listen to this in one sitting, which is okay, because yep. you want to listen to more hockey stuff, because you won't have any for a while. And yeah. it's all good, so listen to it all. <laughs> there is a ton. The intro does it no justice. I mean, we talk about that national development program, kids. We're coming and going. Who's coming and going. Top 10 breakdowns. Extremely hot top 10 for AA extremely hot. Um, Some really good coaching interviews, and too. And two fun interviews with Joe Cullen and Lee Smith uh, we've just completed. So uh, buckle up. Buttercup. Fill, fill, up, your, <laughs> fill up your tank because it's a long, Here we go. long ride. We'll take you all the way to War Road. Aroso. <laughs> yeah, that's a long way. I was going to say Aurora, White Lakes. Maybe. Yeah, we'll get you to AHL. So, all right, uh, where do we start, Danny? Uh, uh, so many sights and sounds. So much news came out in the last Yeah, seven days. let's kind of talk about the sights and sounds of the tournament, or at least first. Yeah. First. And then we can get to Hill Murray. So, first, Jason Blake had a great <laughs> tournament. I love Jason Blake. <laughs> Jackson Blake. Oh, oh. It was yeah. that the same one that was wearing USHL pads? Yes, same kid. Oh, same kid. Okay. Anyways, that was a sight and sound. Yeah. I thought so, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I have a sound from yep. the tournament. They actually played music between whistles, something I've been clamoring for for yep. at least. Yeah. And you could hear it through the TV. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was great music, but something's better. I even complained. If you could play Crazy Train the entire time, and I'd be happy. Uh, uh. <laughs> then, Nobody then else would. Well, Maybe I'm the weird one, but I like the silence. I do, too. I hate yeah, I love the it. silence. It, it gets room for the bands. It, it's just part of the bands atmosphere. don't you get play, the, though. The, the, Bands don't play. Well, not this it, year, but, but... No, but they don't play during the timeouts. Uh, here's Here's why. Play and, some and music. Because we are... People who go to the tournament for the whole time, and there's a lot of us that do that, it's nice to have a little bit of silence. And then you hear the buzz of the rink. Yeah, and like... 
you get the atmosphere of the biggest high school sporting event in the country and in with, a way that you don't when someone's blasting crazy train at you. And without that, without music, you also hear more chants. Whether they're from rogue student sections or not, Tony, which were pro on this side of the table, <laughs> okay? And this job uh, better get off the floor. Where is the mute button, you guys? Shut up. That oh, is the yeah. dumbest take, worst take ever. We need music between the whistles. Good music, please. Um, okay, here's Come another. On. Can I give you another hot, unpopular take? I thought Mark Parrish did a great job. Yeah. Um, once well, he got the Jefferson bugs stuff out of, out of his yeah. system. He, he met his quota. And then, uh, and then yeah. he was great. I he agree. had some really good one-liner. The thing Cullen at the end. The Cullen oh. one-liner was yeah. the best. Yeah. About being the first Cullen to win the state title. Yeah, was, it was, he, he was had. Perfect take. Because he's buddies with Matt, obviously. Yeah. Really, really good buddies with yeah. Matt. I mean, like college roommate yeah. level good buddies. I just thought, you know, here's the thing about Mark Parrish. Mark is Mark. Okay, yeah. you're going to get Mark Parrish, whether he's calling a squirt game or the state tournament. And yeah. that's once you embrace that, he is really fun and he's funny, he's witty, and he's going to give you. Mark, I was impressed. I've I, been impressed with them since the get go. Yeah, it, yeah. This was interesting because I. This was the first time I've watched the tournament on TV in a long time. Um, I've, I've been at every double-A game since the 2008 final until this year. So this, this was kind of a, a new a new old experience back to childhood. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just interesting seeing the, the production value that 45 was able to do. Um, you know, it... Okay, it had it, its strengths, it, but it, Let's yeah. talk about one of the main weaknesses. Yeah. Can I phone a friend right now to just talk about something? <laughs> like, why are we phoning friends during, like, the f- second period of a quarterfinal game? game. Like, yeah. We'll say uh, so someone on this podcast uh, had a chat with someone at, at 45. Yeah. And they stopped doing it after that. I told them it was the worst thing ever, and it went it. away. Yep. I don't know if it was because of me. It was because of you, Tony. No, it wasn't because of me. Every, I think the world revolves around you, Tony. Uh, yeah, this is true. Um, but <laughs> uh, I will say that. That conversation with the people uh, did not go on deaf ears, but I think what it was is it was, I think more people complained than more people liked it. Yeah. And I think it ended up going away. I, I don't think it was just me. I think it was I don't think anyone a liked that. collection of people saying, Give me less. They had, yeah. he, my buddy, Pat O'Connor, he had Buchagross lined up. He had, he had legit people lined up to come and talk Here's about Here's the it. thing. Put the legit people out first. Put them out first so people are okay with whoever you bring. Okay, yeah. put your A product out and then do that. But, mm-hmm. here, like, why are we, like, this is an intermission segment. Don't give me Chuck game. L's. Yeah. Like, give me this. Like, that's what I'm here for. This is what everybody's the here for. game is good enough to carry itself. And Lou Nanny is why people are tuning into the double A. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And uh, also. Jason Blake. Uh, but here's, here's something that. It really goes unnoticed is Jim Erickson has to do a really good job with two color commentators that are completely different. I agree. And that's so hard yeah. to do for a play-by-play guy. Jim, I agree. Is, Jim is just a rock. He knows his stuff and he keeps going and he'll acknowledge yeah. if, he, if he does screw something up, which is rare, but occasionally he will. He'll, yeah. He'll say so. But he'll correct yeah, himself yeah, exactly. and yeah. say, I was wrong. Yep. Yeah. I was in uh, a conversation with Pat. I'm not sure which day it was. And I said, there is a 
headphone to Lou Nanny to tell him it is Jackson and not Jason. And he goes, yes, there is a headphone, and he has been reminded. It just <laughs> – Lou's almost 80, so, yeah. hey, we're all going to be 80 someday too, so be nice to Lou. And when, when, when we are, Lou will still be doing a state tournament. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you think, like, they'll bring – like, you know how Derek Jeter's walk-up uh, announcement yeah. was yes, the old yeah. announcer for Yankee Stadium? I don't remember his name. You probably yeah, Bob do. Shepard. So I bet they'll still have Lou Nanny. <laughs> they have like recordings, so you know, just plug it in. He'll, he'll just say bad J- habits. J- Jason, Jason Blake. Uh, yeah. I'm just really hearing bad habits from Lou Nanny right yes. now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So we got some sights. Not a lot of sights and sounds as much because we weren't in the building. Yeah, I, uh, I think we all in this room would be a big thank you to Vern. Vernon, yeah, Vern, Vern's our hero. Bernie's Mountain Dog um, yeah. and its owner, Matt Jasper. Um, it was uh, roomed us. It was an unbelievable experience kind of sitting there together, enjoying the games in a very relaxed, some more relaxed than others atmosphere. That guy was very relaxed. Um, but Falling I've never, I, I think I have a sports injury from tilting my neck yeah, and like sitting my, in weird positions. The left shoulder and like arm. Was it just was like, weird. Plus it's a heart attack. Speak yeah. for yourself. You, you I was that perfectly. was yeah that was my true you were best like self. A, you were right like there. A, a hammock over there. Yeah, yeah. this him. was my best self. But I liked it. I think we got a lot of compliments from people uh, doing our live stream of our games, and obviously it all came to a head when when Carter Batchelder scored uh, Friday night and our room exploded. And I think that's if we were to do this in a different fashion, we would definitely always be recording ourselves for the hot take. And the hot take is when the goal happens. I don't think. I I think we all got surprised when Jackson Blake yeah, scored. Yeah, we kind of that came out of nowhere. You even walked away, right? Yeah, I was not even in yeah. the room when Jackson Blake scored yeah. because was, you were doing other things. I was trying to get the all hockey air video up and off, which and you on, didn't. Which I didn't, of course. <laughs> I didn't turn the publish button on. But yeah. I'll, I'll other just, than that, it was a successful night. I just want to you know, pumping our own tires a little bit here, but congratulating the youth hockey hub team. We are simultaneously producing tons of content, write it written or video. Live. We are, we are live ourselves in the moment. Yes. And then we're also like often engaging with our fans. You know, yes. That's three things at once and that is really hard to do and I'm sorry all the people who are texting me and trying to message me all weekend yeah. but I can't do all three at once. It's nothing against you. But, oh, it's very yeah. difficult to do and then on but top of it. that on top of that we are also doing the girls tournament. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and the hockey hair video. I mean there's a lot going on there's a lot of moving parts there. Um, I would I'm, say it's easier when we're at the tournament, Carl, to respond to people, especially when we're credentialed. Yeah, because yes. then we have laptops, and, or iPads and we're also open. not on live. Yeah, not that, on that piece live. is not there. Yeah, yeah, on live was kind of fun though. Yeah, there no, I, I really enjoyed that. that that's I know sure. people enjoyed it too. Yeah, yeah, it, it's interesting. I don't know, like you said, I don't know if it's something that we continue, but no. I like ideas like that. You know, one of the things that I'm kicking around and I don't know the finances behind it but if we can pull it off I think I want to have our own suite at the tournament mm-hmm. and somehow do yeah. some interviews in that f- environment yeah, as well as have potential there I think Peter needs to be uh, reporting right. it but I think we could be in a booth uh, in, a, in a suite and really accomplish a lot of goodwill for our brand and for the state high school hockey tournament so mm-hmm. we'll see if we can pull that off that way I'm, I'm not I don't know how much it costs but it it can't be that expensive to pull off, so we could do that next year. So I mean, it's us. expensive. Don't uh, 
Don't swing around too much here, Tony. <laughs> 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 Dropped a few. It, it, I mean, you, you're talking to people who will complain about, like, $17 tickets over no, here. No, it won't be that bad. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. I'd, I, I could see us being in, in a suite and people coming to visit us, doing interviews. It'd be a fun make yeah. the weekend. Be, make so, a lot more the fun, fun for me. That we really missed this year. If Peter can just report on it yeah. and go to the press conferences, mm-hmm. I'll be the uh, I'll be the promoter. The you know yeah, be, be yeah people. I, I love that part. Be the hype man. I think it'd be a blast. It, I was not as tired, even though no. you guys claim I was. I well, you're always tired. Yeah, I'm a koala as a natural animal. <laughs> um, Is that your spirit animal? Yeah. yeah. It, but, I mean, like, it was just weird. It, it's so much more draining when you're at the games. And so that was interesting, at least on my part. But, like, I just, I'd rather be drained. I'd rather be stupidly yeah. tired right now. You know, I'm, I'm starting to write my little annual essay, and it's just like that poignant moment you just can't get that in this format you just can't yeah yeah i mean i'll still i'll still write something but it's, i still it's think just not the bachelor the, the bachelor goal the, emotion, yeah. the bachelor yeah. goal where you see us screaming yeah that's the moment <laughs> and then whether there was just two thousand fans three thousand fans in the building and we're not there it is a bit watered down mm-hmm. yeah if i was like one of those two three thousand i would have been screaming with my uh, my lungs would have been on fire afterwards like bachelor yeah. would have known where i sat <laughs> yeah type of thing <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, kind of like Brianna in our video. It was yes. like, I, I told Carl the next morning. It was like it was like uh, four uh, apes and a chimpanzee. You were like, and she's like, yeah. Yeah. you can Me hear her lean back yeah. and then, whoa, whoa. you know, it's, it's that that girl scream. It's that the you girl get scream. The yeah. you know? her girl scream oh, was like yeah. perfect for that it's, four second video. I was yeah. so happy yeah. in sections. There were a couple of games where you started getting that. That slight scream that you always get, you know, when someone crosses yes. the blue line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's one of my favorite yeah. parts. That's where no music is nice. Yeah. There's because not music during the game. No, I know, but it leads to more screaming. I no. really got to feel left wide with screaming. Yeah. I no. re- Stop yes. it. Yeah. Stop it. Music between us. Don't even start with me on we'll that. We'll have that's, Brianna that's do a, a poll. That is a, yeah. that is a This is non, an Instagram poll waiting that, to happen. That is a non-starter conversation. There's music between whistles. Good music. <laughs> Tony has Please. now found a new members of the YHH podcast There's, and we are the former YHH yeah, yes, podcast. Yes, you are the Carl. ex-podcasters. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're out on our own, Danny. We're going around. <laughs> you're, going out, you're going solo. Here, uh, go what was again, the problem? Uh, what was the divide? It was music between whistles. What? Huh? Yeah. If you don't understand, get the heck out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else that really... Okay, no. let's talk about the drama now. All right, let's, let's do Let's talk about Hermantown first. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same um, situation, basically. So I'm doing the Ty Hansen, Will Peterson interview up in Hermantown, and at 12.40 I show up. Sure. 12.30. And on Monday, right? On Monday. Monday. And all of a sudden, and meanwhile, at 10 o'clock, I hear Hill Murray's out. Actually, 10 o'clock the night before, but I've confirmed it at 10 o'clock in the morning. So here I am carrying this scoop, the, this Hill Murray scoop. The Hill Murray release. scoop started on Sunday, Sunday night, night, but it was got much more trickled fuzzy, out. Much more fuzzy. Yeah. 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 Got started to trickle out and a little so bit I more. I know it on Sunday night, driving in one. Yeah from Wadena to Brainerd yeah, yeah. to do those guys. I know it at this point. And, I, and it's confirmed they're out uh, maybe by 9 a.m. And I'm held to confidence with my sources not to say anything. Mm-hmm. That's just one of those Very deals. close sources yeah, to the situation. I just can't 
bust a source on that, so I got to hold that one. And 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 then I know about Hermitown. Hermitown says the same thing. Keep it down low. We don't want this to get out. We want to get our JV in place. We're playing. I by the time I get from Hermantown to Bloomington, both were boom. Yeah, just completely foaming. Wildfire. By Tuesday morning, though, we get the story about the lawsuit. We're the first ones to pop that lawsuit, and boy, did our Twitter feed blow up about the lawsuit and about the, them not playing and all the things that come with it. Okay, so let's, uh, again, talk about Hermantown first. So Hermantown yep. makes a decision that their exposure was Virginia, yes, right? Yes, So yep. Virginia was two games prior. Yep. And let's remove semantics of, well, these players like Zamplant have been interacting with the varsity team daily. The absurdity of the rule here, (laughs) where if you're on the bench with 19 kids who have been exposed, you're you're fine. Yes. Yeah. Or or as a coach, you're fine. Or in a locker room. Yeah. But if you were on the ice, on the ice, on the ice, ice, you could have been. 50 exposed. feet apart, but yeah. not exposed. That partition those 19 between... Are, those 18 are gone. 19. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's the the part that's a tough pill to swallow. You know, the meme, tough pill to swallow? Yeah. That one's the tough yeah. pill I mean, to swallow. I, I, you have to draw a line somewhere, okay, but... Uh, it, it's just a blurry line. Okay, so Hermantown chooses JV. Yes, bec- yes. And I think it's because Zam... Was, was coming back, back. Yeah. and they, they, they knew they want, had a chance, they and they didn't yeah. want Denfeld. No, no, and, right? Yes, and they didn't want Denfeld it, to go because that was a, a realistic option. That yeah. option. People, yeah. people don't know that. Yes, yeah, it they was. could have been Denfeld, and, and, and this is why White Bear Lake couldn't have gone because of they, their case. Their case, they were the exposure. Okay. They were the yeah. finals, not the yeah. semifinals. They had a chance. I thought they they were thinking we can maybe beat Dodge County. Yeah, and, and the they, key and they, here is they did day eight. Now is that this big day eight is mm-hmm. the big term. Bye. Day eight becomes now Joey Pierce endowed and the whole gang comes back. Yeah, and is eligible to play in the semifinals against we Little Falls. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it, it's worth a risk type of thing for them. Yeah, and mm-hmm. hey, it was five three. They almost did offensive yeah. zone face off with a minute fifty to go. Yeah. Exactly. So they had a chance. So that's the Herman Sound saga. That one's a lot easier to explain. It feels like. Yeah. yeah well, they became the darlings. We want to talk about those guys. I mean, literally, we just <laughs> can't believe on. that. Yeah. yeah. They the became kid flies back from what Mexico? Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Florida. Somewhere warm. Let's darlings. Call it. They become the darlings Sam of Plant. the tournament. How many texts I? Yeah. yeah. How many texts I got were I'm rooting for Hermantown, and it's yeah. like who. Who is? I got text from Rangers. I thought I knew that. you. No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I knew you. <laughs> I thought we were friends. No. No. no uh, that's interesting. I also we pointed this out in I think my interview with with Brody Lamb. Like Dodge County ends up being the luckiest team oh, in the seriously. state. Tournament. They are the team they of avoid, destiny. They avoid. <laughs> they avoid Hermantown's varsity. Yeah. Well, they, let's go back to Mankato East. Uh, yes. They yeah. avoid. Mankato, they avoid Mankato East. East. Thank you. Yeah. They avoid Hermantown's varsity, and they get a bunch of calls in the Little Falls. <laughs> Okay, a we'll get we'll calls. get to that in a yes, little bit. All right, sorry. So spoiler. Yes, spoiler, but okay, let's let's go back now to Hill. Let's talk about Hill. So the story of events that follows, we find out on Sunday. It's announced loosely on Monday that they're out pending more stuff. It, right. it was like they're out, but 
we're not out. <laughs> like, yeah. it, and then then it got more complicated Scrambled. on Tuesday with, with the, the lawsuit. lawsuit. Yeah, huge. The lawsuit gets thrown out at like eight o'clock p.m. Why? Why? Uh, because the, the, what I've been told is that they filed in Washington County because a lot I, of lot yeah. because a lot of the kids sure. Or Cottage Grove area, all Washington County, Woodbury, and these were the adult senior uh, seniors that were adults following the lawsuit. Yeah, they can, they can, they can sue. Seventeen-year-old minors can't sue, right? So they sued. The school refused to sue. They, although they considered it heavily, there was lots of talk about them suing the high school league as well, and they were very disappointed. Andy Skugman said in our in a statement that they were not happy with with the. with the high school rightfully so yeah and but the judge throws it out says hey you know you're a school in ramsey county and you're suing an entity in hennepin county the state high school is in brooklyn park i can't i can't rule on this she takes the easy way out if you ask me yeah they tried refiling the next day and to be honest i don't even know what the results were but i know it didn't go very far because they didn't get rescheduled yeah but the biggest part of this story is the inflexibility of the State High School League to schedule this game. Talk about darlings. The darling of the tournament, is at Wyzetta. least on Tuesday and Wednesday, not necessarily after they lost, but was Wyzetta's willingness to play. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really hats off to them. I, it, they didn't need on to. Thursday. Yeah, they didn't need to do anything. No, they could have just been like. The semis. Yeah, yeah, they could have been like, hey, we're. Plead the fifth, you know, type of thing. I don't, you know, I'm not going to say. I will not confirm nor deny. I want to play these guys because it, this was mentioned on Twitter, but it's like it really wasn't a hard decision no, for Wyzetta. Like, like, what yeah, else do you we, say? We yeah. know what they're going to say. Yeah, we know the high school league. They wouldn't. They wouldn't bend on this in a million years. Would yeah. they bend on this? Because if they bent on that, then now they're going to have to bend on, you know, dance team is going <laughs> to team. They're going to be, <laughs> a, you know, they they manage so many different things. They have to be. As Peter would say, they have to be inflexible because they have so yeah, many other and, and they have parts. this precedent of they didn't reschedule Mankato East. They nope. didn't. Uh, yeah. They, they, were, they uh, would have been in a. I think it is easier for them to just say, eh, no, we're done. It's yeah. the easy way out. Yeah. It's the complete easy way out. Which we, is what they do. We talked about we talked about a boycott with the other 17. Yes. Boycott. Whoa. I think, I that, think the high school league would have just shut the thing down. It's a fun concept, but. The amount of collective action you need to make something like that work is impossible. Yeah, impossible. Kyle Kukinen, you're boycotting this yeah, tournament. Jackson Hallam, boycott no. for, for, for your for Hill Murray. Yeah, yeah. for Hill for yeah. Hill Murray. Yeah, not for yourself. Yeah, not for yourself. Yeah. No, yeah. it's never gonna I happen. Think, I don't think it would have happened. It's interesting to think about. It would have gone a long way. I think. Uh, Unionize. Yeah, it would have been a union. There'd have been a lot of union there. That's for sure. But yeah. so, but is there lasting fallout though? Yes, yeah. I think there is lasting. So, fallout. what do you think what? the lasting what fallout? Is it? I just think that hockey people. Peter doesn't like when I say this at all. But <laughs> I just don't think hockey people trust the high school league anymore. Yeah, sure. I think like, this is a shenanigans that they pulled, and people are finally going. You know, here's the thing. People saw when, like, Russo didn't get credentialed, right. and they were like, ah, 
But when when they do stuff like this, it it's like it affects Jared Jensen. It affects kids. Kids don't care. Kids, kids don't care if Michael Russo gets or credentials. We or even me gets. Yeah. When I got banned in 2018, it doesn't make a difference to no them. One cared. Nobody. Really? They're like, eh, yeah. whatever. I don't care. I'm still gonna go to the game. I'm still yep. gonna watch. I'm still gonna play. But I think this is, brings up a massive issue of trust between the hockey community. And the state high school league, yeah, it, yeah. Carl, does anything come of it? That's the we'll thing. see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think so. This is the the collective action problem again. Like, how are you going to get enough people to move to do? Something how do else? you collectively get one hundred and fifty one schools to say we're going to so leave? Fifty one very league. different schools. Yes, yeah. very different. We're talking Wadena and Hill Murray here. It's it's big time different. Yeah. Well, and for me, then again, it goes back to a statement. How do you police? The other schools, too. How do you please somebody that, quote-unquote, narcs on another team? Yeah. Oh, are we on that topic? Yeah. We're going to go there? Okay, we can go there. <sighs> well, who wants to go first? Because we know it's White Bear Lake. That's public information. Yeah, yeah. Who because the person it, is it, on – I, I just who, think that – and I'll say it, and uh, if, if, if you report – after losing to your biggest rival, uh, a, a COVID case, if you report that, you're returning somebody in and knock them out of the state tournament. Right. And you're going to have. You're also, gonna let's do timeline here. That second final was on a Thursday. This came out on a Sunday, Sunday. night. Yeah. To, to get COVID after that and get tested, this person either knew they had it beforehand and were positive. That's the best case they, scenario. They played positive. That's the best case yeah. scenario. That's yeah. the yeah. best case scenario. Yeah. Or they went and got tested afterwards. <laughs> That's they the went best and... case scenario. Yeah. yeah. Is that they played with yeah. COVID. Yeah. With symptoms. Yeah. 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 That's the if best. If you're the biggest idiot in the world to go play with COVID. Right. Right? Now <laughs> you're even a bigger idiot to go get tested to knock them out, to pool cue them out of the tournament. Well, uh, honestly, the best case scenario, when you didn't have a best case scenario of winning that game. I'm sorry, but Wiper no. like did that. No, no shot. chance. No chance. <laughs> and that's best case scenario? <laughs> like, that's terrible. A bad look. This looks, I'm sorry, White Bear Lake. This looks really bad bad on you for doing it and i'm sure there's an explanation i'm sure saying this on this show we might get an explanation but you know what it had to be said nobody nobody has been given an explanation myself people at hill murray nobody the phone lines at white bear lake high school athletic director have gone yeah. dark and they're and, they're protected by hipaa so yep. they're, and they're, they're completely yeah, we, protected we may never by know, HIPAA. And, that's that. and it's fine it, you know like that it's good that they're protected hipaa is a good thing and they are protected, but you know what? They aren't protected from guilt. <laughs> the court of public opinion. Yeah. <laughs> guilt. Yeah. You, whoever did this, will be guilty the rest of their life because they know that they did it, and they know what they 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 know who they took down. And if they can live with themselves, they're a better person than I am, or I, maybe way worse person than probably I am. way yeah. worse, <laughs> way worse person than I am. Um, and that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. I. <sighs> Uh, one thing I did, I haven't told you this yet, Tony, you know how K-Fan and everything, we didn't have radio for the tournament. So they were notified Thursday night that they could do Friday. Of the tournament? Friday and Saturday. Thursday. Yeah. That's when they were notified. (laughs) And so it would have been impossible. Like, that's why there was. put it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm scooping this from Zach, but. Yeah, that's crazy. So that's another High school league fun fact for that you. That is crazy. Um, 
I was joking with you guys, uh, running back and forth, doing all the other stuff that I do. I would have loved to have heard some K-Fan or yeah. any radio. The Stanley Spectrum wasn't on over-the-air radio. Nope. K-Fan arguably is one of the is the largest sports station in the country. Yeah. And the state. Yeah. Or the only one in the state. The only one in the state. And they can't broadcast the game on radio. And don't get confirmation of what they need for credentials until the day before semifinals. Again, this is not a hockey. No business. They're not in the hockey business of hockey. And that's that's not a hockey business thing. That's a common respect to anyone giving them more than twenty four hours notice. They have to. But my point is, call it a big they, operation. It, yeah. It, okay. Hypothetically, I'm in charge of the state high school hockey tournament. I'm running my own league because I do that for a living. Yeah, sure. Right. Do you think that I'm going to ban TV and radio and media from coming into our building unless they're just complete? Dipwads, yeah. I want all the exposure I can possibly get for our game. Yeah, and coming from the person that probably would have been color on the radio, yeah. I, I don't think I'm a dipwad. No, 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 I don't. I, I, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll, we'll discuss but, that later. But, yeah, you get what I mean. And, and there's a lot more than just, like, Zach and I showing up to a rink, yeah. too. It's a production. And so it, it's slightly more complicated with that. So it, it's just so. it's interesting. There was a lot of just random jabs, it felt like, this year. More than normal. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I not, mean, and not surprised by any of them. Well, there was no all-tournament team this year. Yeah, we could have done that on today's show to name our all-tournament team, but it's already getting into the nine-hour. Yeah. We're almost running yeah. out of chip space, so. Um, okay. Any more discussion around that? Sights and sounds. No, we're yeah. on to the Class, class a. a. So let's talk about Class A then. I think the hero was Brody Lamb. Uh, and the second hero would be Zamplant. Yep. He only yeah. played one game. If they yeah. were an all-tournament team, they would be the first two on the ballot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think they would be checked on everybody's list. It's a shame to see that Zam couldn't have played, like, consolation bracket to see how, how much, much he would have done yeah. with, his, with his boys. Yeah. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Against. <laughs> Against whoever. It doesn't matter. At Delano. <laughs> well, yeah, Delano's okay, but. Yeah, yeah. Oh. they went against the other guy. They would have. They would have hung another banner at the Hawk Dome. Well, they're gonna hang one, two. Yeah, two. They've got two yep. or three. They won the conference. Oh, look wow. at this, Tony! Three more banners. Three. Load them up. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really think it. Circling back, Brody Lamb had a whale of a tournament. I got a couple of texts like, "Is he the real deal?" Yeah, Brody yeah. Lamb's the real deal. <laughs> he can score. He's the real deal, and he's yeah, really lot. good. It's cool when Class A tournaments have like a fun player to watch like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Whether it's an Oshi, my senior year it was Ryan Walters. Do you yeah. remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, like there's usually one player. Like Ben Ward, yeah. Zawak, you know, like we we know these players because they have great tournaments, and Brody was that player this year. Yeah, yeah. You, it's so much easier for a Class A team for, to be that that one man show, and yeah. it's fun. I yeah. like it that. Is. I oh, really like. I know. That. I love Pee Wee A sometimes yeah. better than Pee Wee Double A because Pee Wee Double A is like Maple Grove and Edina, and they have all these systems where you go watch yeah. Pee Wee A. Some kid from Hibbing, from Hibbing is just taking wagon end to end scoring, yeah. or like a Ryan Lundgold. Like yeah. We'll talk yeah. about later in the show, I think, <laughs> but we talked about earlier. At some point. Yeah. yeah. At some point. Yeah. You see a lot of that. It's a lot more fun. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, was we can all admit that the de facto championship game was the East Grand game. Yep, East Grand. Yep. And East Grand gave everything that they could 
And yep. it, did I think right. you, yep. you really saw Jackson Panzer. If you didn't know who he was, this was a kid that I think checked a lot of boxes for people. He's like a fire hydrant. You just can't knock him off the puck. You no. Know? He's just, you run into it. It's like, boom, you Whoa. fall down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah. Really good. Um, it's fun to see a kid who grew up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, come across the river and the big smile on his face looking up at the scoreboard. Yeah, I love, yeah, that's the yeah. one thing I liked yeah. about the state tournament is the, the, the uh, kids looking up. They all are. Even like Drew Holt and Yes. They've been here before. Three years. Yeah. And they were like, in awe by it. Yeah. But it was it was that was what, you know, Pat and his crew at the at the state tournament, that was all they had to go with. Right. Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? They I didn't know. have a camera. You know, they didn't have a camera in the bullpen this year. That's nope. where they get a lot of their shots. These shots are all coming from center ice. Now. Yeah. And all They're the fans' shots was like mom and her sister. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> Especially the first round was oh, brutal. Yeah. Yeah, brutal, and brutal, Kathy's brutal. out there, you guys. Yeah, yeah Kathy. <laughs> so, what other things would we talk about with Class A other than the sheer dominance oh, of Gentry? Of Gentry. Well, let's hold off on the sheer jam- dominance of Gentry and talk about the screw job that happened to Little Falls. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's that. I love that word, screw <laughs> job. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, I'm not a. We're little... the only ones, really. Like, it didn't really come up too much in social media. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I'm not a Little Falls. Fan by nature after I got saluted by Ben Hanowski. Okay. Yep. But still bitter on that. Yeah, I'm bitter. Yep. But I mean, they got jobbed in that game a couple of times. A couple of Three times. times. Three times. Three, Three times. goal scorers. Yeah. Done. Well, one would have been a disallowed yep. on Dodge, and yep. two got disallowed for themselves. Yep. And, and they were goals. They were one of them was for sure, sure. a goal. Yeah, like, just and, a terrible call. And I mean, like it's hard to go out that way. I and know. it's just, it, I really think if there was fans in the stands, the boo birds would have been flying, and the refs would have been paying more attention. Yeah, and you know what? Officiating isn't easy. You know, what I mean, it's mm-hmm. not an easy thing. But they just they got. A lot of bad breaks. Yeah, yeah. and they all went one way. Yeah, they, they all, all went, one, went way. one way. I I agree with that. Okay, right. let's talk about Gentry. Yeah, well, uh, they are. All I gotta say is keep listening to our double yeah. A top ten later in the show, and that's all you need to know. Right? They are damn good. Yeah, they are. Good. They, you know, we all like. Oh, they played nobody. No. You know, like no, they were that good the whole time. Yeah, they were. Yep. And it's that simple. When they beat Tartan and Little Falls, I knew I'm like, eh, these guys are on a completely different. Yeah, moment. that was at that moment when you call, uh, called me. I remember where I was. I was right by the airport on 77. You said, "What if we interviewed Joe Colin this week?" And I was like, yeah. "Huh?" <laughs> and you're like, "No, Danny. No, trust me." And I was like, I, okay. "I mean, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it." And that's when that's when the momentum turned in my head of. Yep. This is the team to watch out for now. Yeah, and it really they're is. an interesting team too because they really all of their games. You know, they didn't bury everyone right away. It was just sort of like steady pressure, steady pressure. One or two goals, and then at some point the dam just breaks. You oh, just can't play. hold up for fifty-one minutes yeah. of let's a compare stop barrage. Edina in the mid two thousand tens. Okay, yeah. I used to say it was like swimming in swimming in an ocean. Eventually, you're going to get eaten, or eventually right? yeah. you just can't it, tread just water long enough, just get tired, and you just yeah. get tired. And that's what this team was in the Class that's A, a good, field. It's a good analogy. Um, good. So. You want to segue that into our first interview, Tony? And welcome, Joe Cullen. How are you doing this morning, state champion? <laughs> I'm doing great, Tony. Thank you. Yeah, feels great. 
I'm sure it does. Um, your school uh, uh, started six, seven years ago, uh, and it's been a long, uh, crazy ride to get to the state finals for, for both your boys and girls program yesterday. Walk through the steps and how you guys got there and, and who kind of needs a little hat tip here. Uh, to, to, it wasn't just you and it wasn't just your 19 players, uh, 20 players that uh, made it all happen. No, this, uh, this has been a journey from, uh, from years ago, like you said. Uh, the, uh, yeah, it's, the school's been, school's been around, but not a lot of people knew kind of how it got, how it got started. And, um, but the biggest, the biggest credit goes to Chuck and Tammy Lucius. I mean, they, they were the, the blueprint of this thing. They made the whole thing from the beginning. And, um, yeah, to be honest, if, if it weren't for them and their vision and their generosity and their, the love they have for this school, it, it wouldn't be here. And, and they've done a great job of hiring the right people. They, they hired Jen Kurth, who's done an outstanding job with everything. And, all the administrative stuff and Joe Jensen and Billy Hangen have been around from the beginning too. And they kind of got, they kind of got uh, lost in the shuffle here with all the high school success here in the last couple of days, but, but without them and all the work these people behind the scenes have done, this, this school would not be where we are today. And, and we wouldn't have the hockey program where we are. And um, yeah, we are so thankful for, for all they did. And we owe a lot to all of them for, the success we just had last night. I watched closely the embraces uh, between you grown men uh, watching <laughs> Joe down there on the bench and Billy. And it, it, it warms my heart to see you guys who put so much time and energy into these kids. I, I mentioned it earlier or later on, actually in this podcast of how much better so many of these kids have gotten at hockey. You're not bringing in the big names. You're bringing in kids and making them into names. What does that feel like? Uh, it's, it's pretty cool actually when when you have a group of kids that all have the same objective that they all want to play the same way um we we're we're kind of building a program that we don't want to rely on one or two guys we want to rely on everybody and i think we kind of showed that this week that we are a a team and we have to win all together um obviously we have some high-end players some guys that have some skill but I mean, it kind of showed last night we had eight different goal scorers and um, we won as a team in every single game as we played together. We moved the puck well together. We all, we want that style of hockey because we know that's the most successful kind. And I mean, the guys, we've been teaching that from day one that you can't do this as a one man show. It's got to be everybody together. And I think that once the guys have bought into that and the kids all believe that, then that's how they play. And that's, that's where success truly comes from. Joe, you're a Cullen. A Cullen, you know, is a recognizable name now in Minnesota for a number of reasons. Your brother brought the Stanley Cup to Moorhead three times and the first one to do so, but now you're the first state champion to bring his name to Moorhead or from Moorhead. What is, I mean, what's the bragging rights in the family now? Well, I think Matt still got it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's tough to beat. Um, but uh, but no, just uh, I talked to all of them last night too afterwards, and just the joy they had for me, and the just the love they showed and support. Like it's been, it's been so cool to have them with me on this on this journey and with this with this team. And my dad is. We talked after every game, and he he was more excited about this than than a lot of things. So. It feels great. Um, I know I didn't do it by myself. I know I had a lot of help from them, and especially my dad just kind of helped me along the way and giving me advice and ideas and thoughts. And 
Um, no, without them, this this definitely would not be possible. So, do you think you get that from your dad? He is, as as I always call him, the Energizer Bunny. He's <laughs> he's he's bouncing all over the rink. He knows everybody at the rink. Uh, mm-hmm. You you in in our interview earlier in the year, you talked about you know leaning on him, talking for advice. Did he give you any last minute advice for a state final? Um, he he did. He didn't give much. He kind of he wanted me to kind of do it on my own, but he just wanted me to make sure that that the guys knew that this was just another game. Like if you hype it up too much, if you make it more than what it is, then it's, then they, that's when bad things can happen. And, um, but he wanted to make sure that the guys knew that this is just a game, make sure you have fun. And cause you'll remember this one forever. So make sure you enjoy it. And, and he didn't want to get too deep into that. I think he, I think he said he lost a few years of his life during the East Grand game. I <laughs> 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 didn't want to get too far into it. Yeah. So, and, Certainly, the program has, has arrived here. So I'm going to get into a little bit of a question about scheduling because you know, if you've been around for three years, and um, I think it's you know you're trying to build this new program, and you know, and of course there was the whole COVID situation this year, but had a I think we could all say a pretty easy regular season schedule. You know, we weren't tested much at all. So has that been difficult to break into? And then are, will there be any changes next year or going forward? Yeah, you know what? It has kind of been a little bit of a challenge. Um, and we understand a little bit too, because everybody's in a conference. We're not in a conference. So you, you mean you lose up to 18 games right there. Um, and then after that, a lot of teams want to play section opponents, um, but they still get a few extra games to, where they can kind of pick whoever they want to play. And us being independent, we don't have the that, uh, that luxury of being in a conference where we get a bunch of games taken care of. We have to kind of go get them all. And yeah, it has actually kind of been a little bit of a challenge here. We, we, uh, we feel like we have a good program, a good team, and we want to play some of the top teams, but we're, yeah, we're struggling to struggling to get them on the schedule. And now that we're going to move up to double a here next year, we're, we're hoping that we can get a few more yeses um, coming up here. Cause we would love to, we'd love the opportunity to, you know, play some of the top teams and kind of see where we're really at, especially, especially moving into next year. Well, I think your mom probably gets gave you credit for some diplomacy there. No one will play you, Joe. <laughs> Say it. No one will play you. We got some good ones coming up for next year. I know that, but yeah, no, it's it. it, it I hope we hope it changes. And a lot of teams have said that they can't do it this year. They can next year. Um, but you know, there have been some that say we'll we'll never play you guys, which we don't really understand. But but I mean, hey, that's that's the way it goes sometimes. Um, when when any team has success, people, people don't like them for some reason. And I guess, I guess we'll, we'll gladly, you know, we'll take the success right now and then deal with everything else later. Well, we gladly accepted you into our uh, opener for 2022, but we were already booked for 2021. It's just, it's exactly yeah. the case where there's bookings. Mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult to do. And, and YHH be happy to help you guys in any way to get good competition. We want to see top teams play top teams. We yep. don't care yep. what color uniform they are as long as they're good hockey players. Right. Well, we appreciate that. We'll, we'll take all the help we can get, Tony, because... You can do it. I know it. <laughs> it's well, all on I, you, Tony. I know, yeah. I know you can do it, too. Uh, any final thoughts on any fun stories that happen as a result of it? Because you're coming out of a weird situation where you guys are probably getting shuttled out the door after winning a state <laughs> title. Uh, what was that like? Uh, it was it was a little weird. I'm, it, was, it was obviously being on the ice was the most enjoyable thing. It was one of my 
it'll be one of my greatest hockey memories ever, if not my top one. Um, being out on the ice with the guys was was amazing, and getting the pictures and but it was uh, pretty quick. They didn't <laughs> they didn't do the metal thing. They didn't do much for letting you hang around hang around because obviously the next team was coming in our locker room 10 minutes from now so so yeah the guys got a few pictures we got to say a few quick words um but yeah it uh it was a little bit a little bit frustrating just because and but and we understand obviously that's that's how it had to be so and we're fine with it but we obviously would have loved a little a little more locker room time with the guys yeah yeah well we appreciate uh you spending some time with us today joe congratulations i'm sure i'll see you around the rink within the next three days well, thank you, Joe. That was, it's really cool to see a Moorhead kid win state. Awesome. Never, never, <laughs> never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> well, I think we might. I okay. Think I think that is coming up soon. I really do. I just, there's, there's too much momentum right now up in Moorhead in the youth program. I love how Matt moved back to Moorhead. Super cool, isn't it? It's really cool. So yeah. his kids can experience the same thing that. Yeah. Yeah. I and think that's really cool. They are. They're both were. Uh, Brooks was in the Bantam AA and Wyatt was in the Pee AA. And yeah. Joey's arguably the best of the three. He was in the Squirtacular. All these NHLers always have like three or four boys. I don't know. Just keeps yeah. producing. It just yeah. keeps producing. I don't know. But, uh, you know, then Joey would. Would have been the MVP. He's been the MVP of a ton of our tournaments, and would have been had they won the. That would be funny if they were all girls. Yeah. Too. Well, well the yeah, girls' but... program in Moorhead would be even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm and just that's saying. a program. The girls is just completely on the rise. Okay, let's talk about the Double A tournament because it was it was a good it was, there, there was there wasn't a dud of a game really. No, no, no they were really. all decent games. Yeah, the St. Thomas game. It got out ahead at the end. But yeah, it, wasn't, it was a good that game. That might have been the only dud, but yeah. it was a. Good game for two periods. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were in the ocean. They just mm-hmm. and the Andover Maple Grove game was maybe, yeah. but it was still a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you couldn't totally turn it off. No, yeah. and it was no. a little weird missing the yeah. only three yeah. games in the first day. It was weird. The fact weird that it was Wednesday on morning. Wednesday, yeah. you know, would Hill have won? Oh, well, I'm wearing a Hill shirt right now. Over um, why is that a over, no. over Eden Prairie? Over Eden Prairie. Oh, yeah, but they would have still had to play Wyzetta. Um, Would Hill have gotten there? Where would, uh, I mean, hindsight, watching those games. I have a hotter question. Okay, okay. Is Eden Prairie's title tainted? I say no, and this is strictly because Wyzetta gave a good game to Lakeville South. Yeah, and, and Eden Prairie beat two very good teams to get there. Yeah, came out a very tough section. Well, somewhat tough section. Yeah, so yeah. I I don't think you, you you can't look at this title and say it was easier than many of the past ones. Okay, there's almost title. always a top couple teams that get upset before you get to the final. That if that I can just say the word tainted title in a day, I, I feel good. Okay. Tainted title. It's a tainted there, there title. You go. There you Not go. tainted. Say no. Both say no to tainted no. title. No. Uh, here's what I wouldn't have liked. Okay, Hill won the game in the regular season. If Wyzetta would have been Lakeville South in like running time and then got pumped by Eden Prairie, okay, I would have been ticked. because. Yeah. Uh, but Wyzetta gave Lakeville South a good game. The Hill-Wyzetta game was a close game in season, so we knew that game would have been close regardless, mm-hmm. okay? And then Lakeville South won, and so we, we don't have to worry about it right. uh, type of yeah. thing. To, yep. to, to get back to Danny's question, you know, I, I like to stick by my picks, so I do still think I would still pick Hill-Murray to win state, but at the same time, it's it's – 
but it's no guarantee. But none of us no picked guarantee. Hill Murray to win state last year. And, nope. and that's no, that's, that's, that's the, the mystery. Yeah. That's the mystery of the whole thing. Don't bet against Leck, right? Nope. Okay, I, what I usually don't. What else about this do we just want to stop and start talking about that semifinal game? <laughs> because right um, to the semifinal? Do you want to talk about something else? The first, first round games were all sort of good. They're all sort of interesting. Yeah. Um, it, it, that's would, would have been the, a fun consolation bracket if there were one. Yep. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It was. It was like okay, this is just an, another you know uh, scoop of ice cream. I'm appreciating. Yep. And then that semifinal game happened. Yeah. And that was that was the best game since Kyle Rouse game winning goal. Wow. Gosh, you are in double A, full of superlatives. Double. Yeah, because I, I still think the. Semifinal with Cathedral and Hermantown ranks right up there as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it for pace of game, total talent on the ice, Quality, the way they were playing, dramatics, dramatics. Yeah. I need dramatics. I need overtime. Teams playing offensive styles, not you no know, like the an East Edina chess match. Yeah. Right? yeah, right. That wasn't as exciting. No, no. It's, it's, it's as dramatic. It's really cool in the, in the arena, but it's not. It's it's as, not as high that. level of talent, but yes, it's just not. St. Thomas and Hill went to overtime last year. I, we hardly even talk about that game. It's an important <laughs> game. It's like you have a third-round draft pick. You have the state champions, you know, going boom, boom. That wasn't even interesting hindsight-wise. No. You know, the E.P. Blake game was more interesting. It was. And, it was. and so it's like, no, that was the game that we were looking forward to when the brackets got put out, yeah. and it lived up, up to, to it. And then some, I thought. Yeah, and I that's, so. that's yep. what made it exciting. I hyped it all year, and it, it it lived it up to it. Lived up to it. it, it the, the last five minutes. <laughs> I mean, that was the best five minutes in the yeah. last five minutes since the Burnsville comeback of three yeah. goals in, in 2007. Was, I mean, that was that was it. That was, was why we liked the tournament. Insanity. Yeah. Just imagine what that building would oh, have been like. Yeah. Oh. Holy smokes. No one ever would have left. Nope. And it would have been 11 o'clock at night. I would have, it, it, if I was calling that game, I would have been jumping up and down like yeah. a crazy person. I would, you know, I would have been filming. Yeah, yes. it, it would have been insane, uh, the type of thing with that. And it, I, oh. it would just, imagine how many, oh, oh, yeah, you know, like, a, lot a lot of screaming. There would have been a lot of that. So, I know, yeah. uh, like, Something I would have hit the cough button and gone, Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I know, oh. it was pretty special. Pretty that was special. cool. That was really cool. I, it doesn't get better than that. And nope. Eden Prairie, I think, you know, when they have these big situations, they ask their stars to carry the load, and Carter Batchelor took up that mantle. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he really did. He, he really had the did. he had the tournament, uh, you know, he had the Charlie Strobel moment yeah, type he of would, thing. Yeah, he definitely sprouted yeah. new wings, that's for sure. No mm-hmm. question about that. And, and uh, you know, this, I also want to go back to, you know, something that we've talked about all year is, can one line do it? You know, we, we've said this before in the past, like, you need depth, you need depth, and yeah, then... Micah Miller line, they've yeah. disproved it. It's been disproven yeah, for but years. But let's give the lower lines of Eden Prairie some credit. Raku Brown had a huge goal. Yeah, yeah he had um, a big tournament, actually. Yeah, Luloff had a good tournament. And the other thing that I think is underrated is the defense. And the, the, re- the defense is the reason once, once Hill was out of the picture, I jumped to Eden Prairie, because they had three elite defensemen. Yeah. And that, I almost always pick the team that has the best defense. I agree. Yeah. There wasn't a uh, – the goalies stood out, but there wasn't a goalie that stole the tournament. Yeah, well, no. the, 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 the talent was so good and the pace of the game was such yeah. that they couldn't stop a lot of those. You couldn't. Yeah. No. no it's, that's, that's where a goalie can't make a difference. Yeah. 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 Uh, Tyson's uh, – the game-winning goal by Jackson Blake. Uh, no chance. No chance because he had no idea where it was going. 
And, and, and like, if you watch the replay, and I pointed this out a couple of times last night, he didn't know whether to go down, to move, to stand up, and that's when it just goes five hole yeah. on you. And yeah. so, I but agree. anyways, let's take this away to an interview with head coach and state champion Lee Smith. Welcome to the show, Lee Smith. How are you doing this morning, Lee? I am good, and it's great talking to you guys. Uh, this is uh, this is going to be a fun segment with you. Uh, you've had your ups and downs in the state high school hockey tournament. Uh, more downs lately, uh, and 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 one two gigantic ups. Let's start with the first up, uh, beating Maple Grove, the Albatross, for a lot of these kids. Uh, you got that monkey off your back on Friday night in one of the best overtime, one of the best high school hockey games I've ever seen. What was it like being in that environment, and actually a weird environment with not a lot of fans? You know, first of all, it was a magical night because there was so much talent on that rink and so many good hockey players and so many winners. I mean, the Maple Grove team was loaded and class acts and hard competitors, and uh, they always seemed to have our kids' number and. You know, our kids had a lot of confidence going into it. We weren't the same team. They weren't quite the same team. But yet, uh, they were an amazing team, and our kids were able to dig deep and find a way. So, third period, uh, kind of a normal hockey game, real high-end, lots of activity back and forth. Good uh, firebrand. They score <laughs> They they score early in the third. You guys answer back. Uh, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> right. There's right. four goals, and I don't even know, a minute 30. 37. Yep. 137. What's going on in, in, in your brain in that minute 37 when it was four goals that quickly? Well, first of all, it's just on the bench, it's an emotional roller coaster because at one second you're extremely high and you're feeling like, all right, we finally got the lead. Let's take care of this. And then they stick it right down your throat. And then you're like, <laughs> all right, how are we going to rally the troops again to go get it? Then we get one, and then they stick it right down our throat again. It's like, maybe this isn't supposed to work our way. And, uh, you know, you got to give them credit, too, for how resilient they were because oh, yeah. they were able to bounce right back. Like, it didn't matter that we scored. They didn't care. They came right back and got one. And, you know, Again, once you get into overtimes, it's, you know, it's your goalie. It's a good play. It's a luck play. It's, the whistles are going to go away for the most part. You're yeah, not sure too worried about penalties. <laughs> You're just worried about finding a way to make one play and move on. And that goal, uh, the, the goal, Holty uh, to Batch, I'd like to watch that play like five or six more times because it was like <laughs> it was... the Red Sea parted. And and you guys actually ran into each other and somehow came out with the puck and then slid it back door. Yeah, you know, I, I'm glad for the goalie's sake. Like, he had no chance. On yeah. It. it was yeah, a great no. play. And you, you always want it to go like that because you don't want that kid to be haunted forever and he shouldn't be he played cough, a cough jojo janetta you mean yeah yeah <laughs> twist yes. the dagger a little deeper <laughs> keep know, twisting it always, keep twisting every it. time i watch that highlight i feel sorry for him yeah and he yeah had, and he had a great game oh, yeah. oh, excellent game but he's always remembered for that one yeah and so you know it was a great goal but you're right the puck the puck kind of flew and the bodies were flying and it hits the ice and you know we get a good pass and we bury it and we move on to Lakeville South, and 
you know, I knew it was going to be a great game with them, you know, last night because number one, they play heavy and we're not that big and we're, and we were out late because we didn't get back. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and they made us play through traffic and we scored early. And then I think our guys, you know, in a, in a sense, let up, they thought it was going to be maybe easy and it, and it turned out to be a war. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can say that again. Yeah. Um, uh, so you're, you're in overtime and, 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 and Jackson Blake finally does it, uh, Walk through what Jackson has meant to your program and what he brings. You know, he came in late this year. Um, he's he adds. You know, I interviewed Luke Middlestat uh, on our podcast, and he just talked about what a dim- you know extra dimension it, he brings to your team. Well, his hockey IQ is off the charts. I mean, I've coached a lot of really good hockey players, really good, and his hockey IQ is up there with the the top of them all. Like what he can see and and do, and it, it's kind of magical. Like, and he didn't even have his he didn't even have it as as good as he normally does last night. I think his legs were a little tired, and then his hands weren't quite what they usually are. And he still was really good. Don't get me wrong, but he's meant everything to our program. I mean, last year was a shame that he wasn't able to play the full season, the way it all worked out. But when he came back in. He jumped into the lineup and fit in pretty nicely. And then uh, this year, he's just amazing what he brought to the team. I told him he's already captain next year, but I, I, don't, know. <laughs> I, don't, know. I don't know if he's taking it to come back or not, but I, th- I thought I might as well start selling it. <laughs> now, I, I would say, at least later on in our show, we have him projected as leaving. Wouldn't it be special for him to take uh, the new generation coming in from those ninth graders, uh, for him to take him on their wing and, and, and go back to the state tournament? Because if he comes back, that's a, that's a heck of a hockey team. Right. You know, I think he'll think about it for a good hard while because he's always wanted to be a captain, and I'll make the C extra big, and I'll, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to put it over his heart, and he can have it wherever he wants. The Kegel, but, uh, the Kegels are playing tonight. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he likes Teddy a lot, so I'll have to get Teddy and Crawley in the mix and uh, trying to trying to get them to be part of it. But you know. I'm, I never say that kids are going to go for sure. I know right now he's probably thinking he's gone and his dad probably thinks he's gone, but you know, it's hard to leave home and there's no reason for it. I, you know, our first game next year is Hill Murray and it's the two champions back to back years going toe to toe right out of the shoot for your tournament. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, Lee, before we talk about the other players, let's talk about the coaches on the bench. This is the first, um, state championship without Ole. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's special. You know, I I brought in Paul. Uh, I was introduced to him um, through uh, Tom Middlestat. He did some stuff for Middlestat and Lieberman and those guys before before they came into the high school. And he said, "Hey, I, why don't you meet Paul and see what you think of him?" Because and uh, I loved him right away. I mean for a guy that's played a thousand NHL games and everything that he's accomplished, you know, he's just a humble person and that's what it's about. And then, so he wanted to be part of it and we hadn't won together. We've been so close and 
we've put so much into it, you know, along with the kids, obviously. And then, uh, you know, Gertie, you know, he's been an icon in our youth association forever and great to have a winner, you know, winners win. That's his favorite line. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, he's just been a good, he's, he's happy. He's upbeat. And that's the kind of, kind of staff we like to be. We like to be, you know, upbeat with the kids and, you know, we have our moments where we snap and lose it on them, but <laughs> for, the most, <laughs> for the most part where we try to coach them up instead of coach them down or, you know, we love is a greater motivator than fear, I think. And that's how we kind of operate. So let's talk about some of those kids, uh, especially it's shined really bright in this tournament. Carter Batchelder is definitely one of them. You know, Carter Batchelder is going to go down as one of the best Eagles ever with mm-hmm. the yeah. way he, with the season. I mean, the numbers he put up in a year that wasn't even a full season are off the charts. And so, you know, he, um, he got better every year. I mean, he always had a motor, but his hockey sense his shooting every, every year he, he, he increased his game a little bit more. And uh, the way he can skate and the way he plays and his work effort or ethic he has, I think he's going to be a great college player and it'll be fun to follow his career. And what about your two D-men that really stand out that everybody notices in Middlestad and Langenbrunner? Well, you know, look at the amount of points that those guys put up at the blue line. Uh, You know, Mason, you know, everyone always wanted Kooks to run the, the power play and I felt like with our personnel, it worked best for Mason to run it and him and Jackson and Cooks could kind of play games up top, which mm-hmm. they did. And uh, Mason, you know, got a heavy shot, really a good leader, like a great captain, a great captain. And, uh, and just such a warrior out there. And, you know, he, he would have done anything to win that game last night. He didn't want to be denied. And then Luke Middlestat, you know, one of the best all-time players I'll have ever coached, you know, three years. Uh, you know, he's like Casey Middlestad from the defensive position, but he kept getting better and better defending. The game seemed to be getting easier and easier for him, but yet he continued to improve his game and he played more minutes and he played hard situations. And he's going to be fun to watch at the U, you know, when his time comes there, uh, but just a just a great person. I mean, for how good he was, you know, he's he's so humble. You would never know how good he was unless you just watch him. Because if you talk to him, you know, he is just a whole humble kid. And now he's got bragging rights on <laughs> forever. Forever. I, I I try to keep playing that over and over in his head. <laughs> you will have bragging rights forever in your household. You know, and Thank goodness Tom and Dee Dee let him stay back. You know, they let him make the call. And uh, we finally got a championship with the middle stat. And yeah. Tommy was pretty much in tears last night. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about that. So maybe for the past seven, eight years, you know, call it the middle stat era. Eden Perry's been, I'd say, the most consistent program in the state, always in the semifinals, often the finals. But you just for whatever reason, you know, never broke through and won at all. So what does it mean to finally do that, especially with a senior heavy group like this? Well, it means so much. You know, the other championship was, you know, heavy with Letty and, and Kyle Rao and that crew was, 
you know, they had kind of been like the Maple Grove, the, mm-hmm. the team that had always won it. Right. And, uh, some of these teams that we got to the final, you know, the team that almost beat Edina, yeah. um, that would have been an epic win because Edina was so much better mm-hmm. than everybody that year. And we had them on their heels, like South had us last night, right? They totally it, it could have gone either way. And that one hurt because we played so well and we played, we played our best game and we gave them everything we had and we lost. And then the, you know, the, the Wyzetta one hurt because we were up three one and we have a five on three and we kind of choked that one away. And yeah, we can go through up. that five on three for about ten minutes. I <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, and and uh, you know, credit to O'Leary and his crew that year that they were resilient and they found a way to stick to it and they found a way to get through us. And that one hurt, you know, in a, in a weird sense because I felt like, you know we had that opportunity. We, we, we should have won that one, yeah, right? We had it. Yeah. And then, uh, last year, you know, Hill Murray, I think, I think the Blake game took more out of us than we thought it did. Yeah. Um, and that was such an epic game and Friday night games are usually that way. Yep. And, uh, you know, we didn't really throw much of a punch at Hill Murray. Um, uh, you know, I never pulled a goalie with five minutes left and, you know, it almost, <laughs> yep. and it almost worked. I mean, <laughs> we, rallied, yeah. we rallied in the third, we played really, you know, we, we found some gas, but it was too late. They, their goalie was too good and uh, their team was too good and well coached. And so it was our turn. It was the Eagles turn this year. So let me, I know because of COVID, you're not allowed to shake hands. You probably can't talk to their team, but if, if, if it were a normal, and you, maybe you did, but if it were a normal year, what would you have said to Yanni uh, after knowing what you've gone through with some tough overtime losses in the state final? What advice would you have given or what would you have said to him if you could have talked to him? Well, first of all, I would have told him that, you know, I've like, I, I've always had the utmost respect for him. I think he's a great coach and he's, a great human being and fun to be around. And secondly, I would say is his time will come. I mean, it just doesn't happen. And there's, you know, there's a process. It took me four section finals to finally get to the state tournament, you know, yeah. losses. Mm-hmm. And it took a phone call from Tom Saturday to say, Hey, I lost a few before just hang with it. It'll happen. <laughs> you know, and there you get a legend calling you as someone that I respect so much. And, Sats called me after the fourth one we had lost and said, it'll happen. Just stay the course. And, you know, and like Yanni, he's going to, it's going to happen out there. Lakeville South's got a great youth program and he's a really good coach and and they play hard for him and they listen to him and they're, they're disciplined for him. And, you know, it could have happened last night, you know, and I'm glad it didn't. And, uh, but I feel for him because I've been on that side of it. And, you know, sometimes you, you might, and I think he would go away and say that he's really proud of his kids because I think they showed up and they played a really good game. I think they kept building like, like the snowball kept growing <laughs> over on that side, and and we were out of gas. You know, I never usually would take a timeout in that situation, but no TV timeouts and going one 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 one. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it, it, it's it rough. Backfired. It almost backfired. 
So, oh, oh, Lee! I don't, think I, I don't think I know any other numbers but one. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> yeah, one, two, one, three, one, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, it's Get been a long idiot. time since uh, we've been roasted on our own show. Well, you, you, you can roast it all the time, but uh, <laughs> that got all of us. Yeah, that got us all on yeah. that one. Uh, we got to wrap things up, Lee. We really appreciate it. Uh, congratulations, three times state champion coach Lee Smith on the podcast. Well, that was fun. Let's talk about next year now. I I think that was a good recap of what just happened, but I'm looking forward to next year. There is a lot on the plate for next year. This is not a normal year. You know, we have section yeah. realignment. We got new coaches. We got top tens. We have Duluth East. <laughs> Finally, to get to the promised Duluth East segment. Yes, I know it's uh, it's it's been what everybody's been waiting for. Um, before we get to that, uh, I, I think we might have alluded to Coach Kucher stepping down at Little yes, Falls. Yes, we did. Um, but let's just make it sure that it's out there and do a quick ode to Tony Kucher. Um, Danny, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, he took that program from a literal masking tape <laughs> yes, <laughs> to a state tournament. Should have been a finals like we talked about before. But, I mean, yeah, that was. Yeah, Tony Kucher at Little Falls is exactly what little uh, Class A hockey was created to do, and he did it. Exactly. A small town that had no hockey history. Turned them into a great team for a few years and one that Produced an NHLer. That continues to have some success. Yeah, here. So always competitive. A, always really competitive. I, I, a great career. Yeah, I want to have a drink or something with Coach Kucher <laughs> just to hear some stories. He's so connected to everything that it just it's kind of fun that way. I know, I'm, I'm friends with Dave Oss on Facebook, and he had a really nice post about Tony Kucher. And I'll, I'll just write what I responded back to Dave's post. I said, great post, Dave. Got to know Tony watching Dane the last 10 years. He embodies so many great qualities. Goes to goes to show you that even a gym teacher can impact hundreds of lives over time. I'm one of them. That's what I said on Dave's post. Yeah, I, I think it, here's the thing. Like, Tony is a good hockey dad. Uh, and he's a good head coach. Yeah. You know, like he, you don't get that very often. <laughs> that's that's the crazy portion. Yeah. Well, you know, a couple other openings came up. Uh, the taxidermist from Roseau, uh, Andy uh-huh. Lumbaum, stepped down. It's that's interesting because he's a teacher. Uh, maybe he just wants to become a hockey dad because he's got younger kids. Uh, yeah, Andy didn't really give us any heads up on this when we had talked to him for a couple of times. So that's yeah. that's the only interesting portion. He's been, been there for a while now, so. And I wouldn't call this one a shocking one uh, because Derek has moved around quite a bit. And I mean, moved around from he's been climbing. Uh, he actually was in in the mix for the St. Thomas yep. Academy job. Derek Brown has stepped down at St. Cloud Cathedral. He'll resurface some. Oh, yeah. yes, he will. Two, but he'll be yeah, back. yeah I, I wouldn't doubt that whatsoever. Any other coaching jobs maybe you know, that I mean, you've heard it, rumors about. You skipped over the fact that my Rozo jersey is going to get harder to get now. Don't worry about the Rozo <laughs> jersey. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, um, had Rozo made the tournament, I would have been in Rozo, Minnesota this year. I would have gotten you. I wouldn't have left without a jersey. Sure. Trust me. Um, I would have had six hours to lobby for a jersey. Um, I don't, none of the other coaching openings that have been mentioned are juicy, juicy. The Osseo one could be. I think it could be. If you got the right person in in Osseo, 
Yeah. It, that opens up a lot of possibilities. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, program. Beca- yep. Because it's not, it wouldn't be that hard to move people over and split <laughs> that. Let, I mean, and, and there's got to be so much overflow, right? I mean, there's so there's much talent. overflow. But let, yeah. let's just, and again, we're going to come yeah. to Rand, and this is a hypothetical. I've had a lot of fun hypothetical <laughs> Rand moments this week. But let's just say Rand goes, yeah, I want to go be close to my grandchildren, and I want to start from the ground up. I'm going to go to Osseo. You know, you're over in the Maple Grove side. You're like, I might want to go play for that guy. This got to be interesting. Yeah. I, I, Do you know what I'm saying? Be. You could a really dynamic coach in Osseo, and now we're fighting over all this talent. Like right now, Maple Grove gets all of the talent, like 90% of the talent, and they kill Osseo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you got somebody who's doing this, and there's a lot of people around that area, you know, the Champlains, pretty soon you could have a really, really dynamic program because Champlin and Osseo Arena are not far apart at all. Yeah. No, no, and we'll talk about section realignment stuff. That's usually an open section or a more open pretty, section. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So Maple, it's Right now it's kind of Maple Grove, and well, Centennial will have at least one more good year, but after that? We don't know. We really yeah, don't know. Yeah, who's next? They got a nice little youth program. Centennial's yeah. been great yeah, at scores, steady, Kiwis, and Banners. They've been real steady. Real steady. Yeah, they're a good community for hockey. I, I agree with that. And they got a new rink, and then it's it's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is this the time? Do we get to hit the, the Okay, what, the who's loopies? the other coach that's on the hot Let's seat? Let's talk about it. Let's talk Carl, about Mike Randolph it's your, East. your turn. Okay, I'm, I'm going well, to... Yeah, can you give us like a whole background yes. of what's going on? Yeah, I, I don't... And I'll have several theses about Mike Randolph, too, oh. when we get there. But So just the intro is that... Um, theses or feces? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe both. Um, so Mike Randolph is on the hot seat at Duluth East. He has uh, obviously been there for 30-odd years. And over those 30 years, there have been some bumps. He was removed from his coaching job once in Who the early Who filled 2000s. in with the, for him... His name was Todd Wentworth. He was the oh, Kiwi AA coach for, for yeah. yeah, he was Kiwi AA coach for a long time. I think well respected. I think. Yeah, yeah, related I to JG, JG uh, Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Oh, Tony doesn't get the like. <laughs> oh, I um, don't even get it. Yeah, so there's precedent. He has been removed in the past, um, and right now um, you can say there is a private investigator who has been brought in by the school district. They are doing a complete review of the program. So this includes everything from the financial books, you know, the, the Wooster Club up through. Um, Would this happen with the basketball team or the cross-country team? Why does no. why does this happen to the hockey program? Is it because it's so high profile in the city? Probably, yeah. And so let's, let's maybe I'll get to the theses now. So okay. Num- number one is Mike Randolph has been a very successful head coach over a long period of time. Um. Uh, he has critics for how he's performed. You know, it's been over 20 years since they've won a state championship. Um, they've had some high-profile seasons that could not go great. You know, Jake Randolph's senior year. They lost yeah. one game, lost to Lakeville South. And and some of those high-profile ones, I think you can fairly pin on the coaching staff. I mean, look at the Forest Lake loss last year. I mean, playing that four-check they played. Yeah. I mean, you can pin it on that. Wasn't pretty. Yeah. I, but uh, at the same time, I think if anyone who takes an honest look at the full sweep, the successes far outweigh the... The four years. Listen to Carl go. I yeah, could just right. listen yeah. all day long. It's like That's... Morgan Freeman. Keep going. <laughs> we could, Keep going. We could go year by year, and I think that the number of years when he has gotten more out of his talent exceed the number where that he hasn't. I think the years where he can point to you know, actual coaching creativity to achieve what they achieved at the end, there are a number of them. Far 2015 is, is, the, is the obvious one, but there are also... Some other ones 18. going back to yep. I, I another thing. I mean, yeah. That's worth mentioning is he doesn't lose a lot of kids. You know, he did. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
yeah, but yeah, we'll get to that. So that's first thing. Incredibly successful, but number two, the reason he is so successful is because he exercises complete and total control over everything in that program. Yep. He is as in control of everything going on, of any coach in the state. He knows every little thing about every kid, what's going on in their lives. He um, wants to control everything that they do and set them up to succeed his way. Correct. And as you might guess, that does not work for everyone. Especially it, in this day and age. Right. It didn't work at a private school on the east side. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Just so. saying, when you're buying meals for kids. Right. It, right. it doesn't work out, you know, for an alma mater of one of us here. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, clearly, there, there's a source of conflict there, and that conflict has run through the East program throughout Randolph's time. I mean, it has ebbed and flowed, and it had its... Uh, you know, here's where it's really come up and become a huge issue, but there's always been this simmering discontent. Is he more of a target because they haven't been to the state tournament in a couple of years? I think that helps, of course. Does it? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think that... Okay, and then the third piece I have here is that, you know, it really does ebb and flow. Like, there there was a stretch there from, I'd say, like 2013 to 2018 where, I, you know, for me, standing in the arena basically every time, every day... Um, listening to parents, I would say the, the level of discord was no more than you'd see at Eden Prairie or Edina. There's some. Uh, there's always some. Right. But they were winning. Yeah. They were they winning. Was, they were losing section finals and, and in people the last were second. I mean, but, and, yeah. people, and people were kind of having fun, too. I mean, there was even more, like, I'm, I did not include 2019 in that, and they had a great year in 2019. Yeah. But it felt like the, the wheels started wobbling in 2019. Good term. I like that. Yeah. So what what has... So you have these ebbs and flows, and even when they're good, sometimes it's it's not great. You have this right, somewhat toxic culture on the program. I just don't want this to be Rand run out of town because he's disciplining kids. No. And I think yeah. a lot of this comes down to discipline, where he's trying to form a discipline in their game and in their lives yep. to be better people. Yeah, and they culture. Don't want, people don't want to hear that. And this is the... This is this is what comes out of COVID, where people don't, you know, they kind of have their what they what, who they want to be and what why they want to be. And Rand came out of COVID, going, "No, this is how it's gonna be." Mm-hmm. And now there's investigations. It's it's laughable, yeah. right? Yeah, I from the facts that are available on the surface here, I agree, it's absurd. It is absolutely um, absurd. I still want to go back. I want to I want to press yeah. you further on this winning thing, sure, because they aren't winning right now. No, they're they're not good. They're not great, no, no, right? They're a mediocre program right now. Yeah. Is this about winning or is this about not liking um how their kids were treated in in a losing manner? I think it's a little of all of the above. Okay. You you can see how, you know, I think when pe- they started playing the 2-3 in 2015, there oh, people started going, "Oh, this isn't great hockey." But then they finished second at state and then, well, that all disappeared. Right. So, if if they were to start winning, I think well, maybe this is a good way to put it. There are several categories of Randolph critic. There are the people who can't stand him, never will stand him, think he's hor- the worst thing to ever happen to coaching. Then there yes, are, then there that's are, Carl. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah, yeah. Then there are the people who are, I think, you know, inclined to respect their kid's coach, uh, want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but when they start seeing you know, their kid's friends falling off the, the wagon or they start 
feeling the squeeze or the, or the team starts losing, then they start to question things. Right. Know? Right. So right. it kind of goes yeah. back to that Facebook post on the, the old, the former Facebook post. It's just, it was such a, a microcosm of, of Duluth East hockey, right? <laughs> yeah. You have this wonderful page. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I still need to give credit to that page. Yeah, I was on great. it when I was studying, when I, when I saw this post come, I was like, wow, they got a lot of stuff on here. Logos of opponents, tonight's games broadcast here. I mean, it was pretty informative Facebook page. Good, yeah, such a thing. Yeah. Comparative years. to other Facebook pages. This is sure. pretty good, right? Yeah. Lou Nanny hates Grand Rapids Facebook page. Right. That's yeah. yeah. Not as much detail. Okay. So, but my, my point is, that, this this post goes up with his face blotted off, and yeah. I mean, granted, it was a really small picture, but his face is blotted off, and and you, if you read the first three sentences and just look yeah. at a picture, there were by six in the morning there was forty or fifty likes to this page. Just the first few comments are just like, "Oh, thank you, seniors." Thank for, you, seniors. And, 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 yeah, for I can your see some of the people liking were like people I went to high school with who had no opinion on Mike Randolph at all. This is my yeah. point. Yeah, nobody's got a strong opinion on it. They just read it because it's like that's their kid played there or their mm-hmm. kid plays yeah. for them. And thank no you, problem. senior. Yeah. But um, they didn't like, even read yeah, it. They were, he's talking. Yeah, but they haven't peeled back the onion here to really what the core of Mike Randolph is about, and that is an outstanding hockey coach who makes players better, and he sends them off to Division One hockey by the truck full. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that's that's the, funny you mentioned that, because that's another complaint, too. People say he doesn't promote his players to a higher level. They say he's not... Um, well, okay, can I talk about I that for that? a little yeah. bit? It's ridiculous. So what round was Ryder? What round draft pick? Fifth? Yeah. Fourth? Fourth. 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 Yep. How many points did he have in high school, though, Carl? Not a lot. I mean, lot. this, I is, this is the complaint, though. Okay, that you have a fourth round draft pick and he's not scoring, scoring goals, scoring goals. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. East right now. Uh, you look at that Maple Grove team from this last year. Okay, yep. and all those kids have points. Okay, right. and so I think that means a lot to these parent boo birds too. <laughs> when you go on the hub and you see, oh, they don't have goals and second assists. That, you know, and yeah. for me, it, like, I know that would wear on some people. Yeah, yeah. but East doesn't play Coon Rapids. Mm-hmm. And they're also playing a defensive style where you're not piling up. But that goes to the style yes. argument. Yeah. Which, yeah, again, and, and there are some kids for whom that style is not great for their game. Right. I, yeah. mean, I think that's a fair point. Uh, I think there's also some Hermantown envy going on here especially with the pipeline they have to UMD in the local media market. I totally agree with that. Yep. I was hoping we would get to that take. Yep. They have a full pipeline to yep. UMD, and, and it doesn't hurt that Sandy lives in Hermantown. And who's the last East player to go to UMD? Just Tom Hardy or Tom Nano? Yeah. yeah. It was almost a decade ago now. I know. Yeah. It's kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. East has a pipeline to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a good pipeline in Wisconsin right now. And, then, yeah. and they've got kids going to Air Force, to Army, and like all these – well-regarded Northern schools Michigan. all over. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. but, but UMD just... is good at hockey right now. Yes. Yeah, and, that's and, a problem. And, and Duluth is an insular market, so you've got this little feedback loop. Where, yeah. Yeah. I, what did you say? Hermantown Envy? Yeah. That's a yeah. good take. I, I think it's there. I mean, well, you hear it. And then how funny is it that a, a Duluth East kid knocks Hazam Plant out of the section <laughs> playoffs, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. That's another topic, right? Yeah. Hermantown finally gets their game with East, and that happens. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Talk about kids leaving them because you wanted to hold that. Yeah. So wh- and I think this goes back to the ebbs and flows. Like from 20, okay, Connor Valisano left after the 2012 team that flopped. 
at State. Yep. But then they had a run through the 2019 team where no one left. And again, this goes back to me saying the, the environment was pretty good then. Goes back to winning. Yep. Remember what I said about winning? winning? It's winning, but I mean, they also lost to Rapids a couple times there. Yeah. Winning like, stops complaining. Yeah, but the the loss yeah. to Rapids, I mean, they everybody were, knows these are coin flip yeah. games. I and mean, they were good Rapids teams. Yeah, <laughs> two, yeah, 16 and 17 for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this wasn't an Elk River loss or something no, like that. No. Yeah, but but if you go go back before that, you know, into the 2000s, there were quite a few more going to, to Marshall. You know, yep. Uh, they they lost a kid every year. I was, in, I was in high school. They lost at least one kid to juniors each year. Yep. So there was a steady flow then. And good <coughs> players to juniors, too. <coughs> mm-hmm. And then, again, started winning again. Closed, kind of closed the door. And really held it pretty well. And I think that kept their success going. Until Jacob, Jeanette, and Logan uh, Anderson, Yeah, and then all right? of a sudden the dam broke, and now people are leaving like... <laughs> Is there any uh, more than those two that were, are worth noting? Well, you would know. not worth noting. I, no one else who's going to be like a high-level player, but there have been a lot of you know, people leaving the program. Okay, for, all right. Yeah. But you can't just... You can't lose players. The ship can't continue to take on water right. type no, of thing. And it, I'm with you. And it creates, again, these negative Doubt. feedback loops where yeah, people start doubting and... It, yeah, it's rolling. Well, that was a good segment. Well, no, these segment we got. What more? do you see happening? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can you? Because let's round it off. Let's. Uh, what's going? He's to not going to answer that question, Danny. Okay, well, just I, press him. Maybe we'll guess. Okay, go ahead. I think if if Randolph is removed, it will be because there is stuff going on that is that we have not discussed here. It'll be because either there actually is some issue with the books, or there is some sort of. Weird thing or, going on. And you know, the other thing you hear all the time is mind games, which is a really vague term. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean just telling him... Telling that, that he's not good enough? Is yeah. that a mind games? I don't right. buy that. Yeah, there's, yeah, but it's that a very the, blurry zone, and we don't know what exactly has been I said. I mean, mind games in, in um, programs is a common complaint. That was a common complaint at St. Thomas. I mean, Ray Christie got pulled up for the state tournament game. And, I mean... Uh, Ray is a a good D one player, okay. Yeah. Uh, but that was his first game of the season, mm-hmm. and oh, did I hear about <laughs> oh, that? I'm sure you did. And, and it's just those type of mind games. When St. Thomas got kicked by Burnsville, there was a ton of boo birds. Out. Yes, yeah. and, and so which is funny. It's like you're kicking a guy you know, like the Vanellis that had been there, brought this program from nothing, made every section final except for. Like made every section final, just didn't make state two times. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay. Yes, I, the thing I will say about East though is like I'd say the level of chaos over the past three years is, or yeah, three years has been insane. Like I never know what the lines are. I I cannot walk into the rink knowing what the lines will be on any given day for the past three years. It's yeah, that's like, a St. Thomas constant, argument constant too. Saint- and, and that's not how it's always been. I mean, Worth made you Donovan. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. line. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's, that's true. And I can see how that would get to be. Really frustrating and confusing, especially for a high school kid. So you and I talked about this as my house guest uh, this week, (laughs) Carl. Um, And I asked you, so if he leaves, who would be (laughs) dumb enough to take this job? That's the thing. Is uh, first off, NHL. You could not name it. Carl lives in the Conga neighborhood. He could not name somebody. So this is where we've talked about this a little bit before. If you kick Mike Randolph out, I think you kick Dylan Mills with him. Yeah, and oh, Jake yeah. Bosey and yeah, all the, all the, 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 the internal candidates yeah. who are 
there are probably gone. Because they don't want to... They don't really have anyone who's long-term established in the youth program right now, because that's all turned over in the past couple of years. Yes. Um, if scouts don't live in Duluth, because... No. And we talked about that with um, Majorly. Uh, it's not a common scout market type no. of thing. Yeah. No, no. So Yeah, and I think my... Opinion is they need to go outside and get someone not from the area who has no history with all the all the junk. They need to get go get a name from somewhere else, and they could. Yeah, they yeah, could. it's a big enough program. It's and you look at the future right now, and it's there's it's not the past, but it's still there's plenty there. There's a strong base to work with. The numbers are fine. Plenty of good hockey players yeah. playing down at the parks. Yeah, plenty of them to make a good high school yeah. hockey program. Yeah, the, the the aspects that feed into you know my you know, assessment of the future of high school hockey programs they're they're all fine at, at East. I think it, so. It's they not, check the it's boxes. Not, growing hugely but they've also been fine not growing hugely for 40 years so i agree with that i agree with that statement okay so what are your what's your call do you think he's going to be coaching next november danny yeah i i do i think he'll still be at east i was gonna what at duluth east (laughs) i think he will be i think i think the people that don't like rand will find their way out before that's that's sure. my opinion. Okay, so you say he will be the coach. Yeah, uh, I don't I'm, think the team's going to be the same. I am going to go on record. I don't think he will be the coach at Duluth East. And now the only opinion that matters on this show about Duluth East hockey is, Carl, do you think he'll be the coach at Duluth East next fall? Uh, on April 4th, I'm, I'm still going to say yes, but that's it's very close. So, but I'm not crazy yeah. in saying no. no. Yeah, I just yeah, no, not at all. I, I hear I, it all I, the I, time. I could flip a coin. Yeah, so you're you're on the 51 mm-hmm. side. I'm on the 49 yeah. side. I I think I don't think he'll get run out by firing this time or let go or whatever you want to call it. It would be on his own volition of leaving. It's a thing though. If if he leaves, he will have something else lined up. Because yeah, Mike Randolph, Mike up Randolph with his will girlfriend. be coaching hockey, high school hockey somewhere. He will yep. not. He will not be done if he gets run out of East. It may not be in the Duluth area. Most of his family is down here now in the Twin yep. Cities. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think it's too. It wouldn't be a surprise. Mind breaking. Like say he has he has looked at other jobs over the years. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yes, he has. Um, I, the reason I say no, I just after that. The, the, the picture blotting incident and some of the stuff I'm hearing behind the scenes and stuff that I'm seeing, mm-hmm. it's not good. It's not good. No. I mean, we're talking the administration hiring an investigator. I yeah. mean, you don't invite hire an investigator to, to keep them. They hire an investigator to fire them. Yeah, that's true. I just mm-hmm. got a bad feeling about it. It's yeah. just, it's, and it's and, and everything feeling. I've heard about how the investigator is going about his business, it's it's intense. Yeah, not so taking this lightly. So anyway, we could keep going and going. We're already twenty minutes into this segment. <laughs> well, it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's twenty-two minutes it, it, or it's, twenty it's of it was chapter. East. Yeah, yeah, twenty of it was oh, East. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, let's switch from coaches coming and going to players coming and going. Is that okay, Tony? I'm rubbing my hands together. Can you hear? I love this segment. This is almost the the. Uh, Come uh, buy and sell. Buy and sell. <laughs> this is the buy Almost. and sell of the oh, show for you. It's like I feel like I I'm the Johnny Carson with the Karnak hat on right now. Um, Going. <laughs> um, so Coming. here here's how we define this. Um, Green is go, red is stay, stop. They're going to come back next year. And yellow is... No clue. We don't have to know. <laughs> okay. No, we don't know. And so let's start with the... Let's call them the... NDTP prospect 
possibility yeah, list. Wanna, everyone wants to say ND. It's not. It's NTDB. No, it's because National Dealer Advertisement is NDAP for me. Or NDP. I'm sure that's what it is for everyone, too. Yeah. No. And and so I just. wish you could hear eye rolls. You no, know, well, I, I get that. So that's where like my mind goes to it's this. It's super confusing. Yeah. I, I agree with you because... National Training and Development Program. Yes. But everyone says, I'm going to go play for the National Development Team. Yeah. So the ND comes out. Yeah. But they f- figure out the National Team Development Program. Yeah. So the NTDP will have a try. They usually have a camp. Last year they didn't because of COVID. They just picked their team. This year, it's usually during the state tournament when they yeah. announce, but everything is pushed back four to six weeks. Nationals for for youth, uh, tier one, 18, 16s, 14s, those are all pushed back to late April. So they can't have the tryout until nationals is over. You can't invite someone to a camp. Yeah. So they got to wait till that's over. Usually it's over by the end of March. Sure. So usually during the state high school tournament is when that thing comes out. It's Friday. I'm up in the press box. I'm like, <laughs> By the way, here are the seven Minnesotans. You got like three stories that need to get out during the state tournament. Yeah, there's stuff going on (laughs) behind the scenes, like with the hockey here. There's so much going on that like people don't even see. Like, you know, you missed that one quote. I'm like, well, yeah, but thirteen other things going on. (laughs) Um, So, you want to start there with the guys that I think will be? Yeah, yeah. These are guys I think will be invited to the camp. Whether they accept, I'm going to leave that up to them. I might go green on a few. How's that? Sure. sure. Okay, so Oliver Moore from Totino Grace and um, Austin Bernovic from Totino Grace. Um, they are locks to be invited to the to the camp. Um, I would say Oliver Moore is a green light, would go and leave Totino Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, before I get to the next ones, I just got to throw What about these. Bernovic? Um, I don't think that he will get invited to the program. Sure. I don't think. Attend the camp but not get invited. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Here are two Minnesotans that um, we don't know in the high school round, but they should be mentioned. Uh, Grayson Sachin, uh, he's a kid who moved here three or four years ago to Chaskachan um, and has since played at Shattuck. Um, he's was the first overall pick in the Western Hockey League oh, American okay. draft. Yeah. I mean, he's an absolute beast, plays at Shattuck. And then William Whitelaw is another. He's a Rosemont kid. Uh, it's still scary to think that William Whitelaw and um, Charlie, Charlie Stram. Stram were on the same PBAA team. <laughs> uh, it was a, a really good team. Um, so those two, I think, will be invited and will be gone. Not that it affects high school hockey here in Minnesota. So if I get invited, turn them down. Does my does that spot open up for somebody else? Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. And just yes. just so how that works. Yeah. Not like you were you tried out. We don't want you, even if something like a fraternity. Like we're not asking you back. Correct. <laughs> and turning down the program isn't as bad a thing as you'd think. I mean, they they, they want to keep the relationship going. Yep. It's yeah. not a bad thing. Um, well, they USA Hockey needs you in the future if you're that they good. They do. They really do. So th- there, there's no, like, you know, blackball or anything right. like that. I, I wouldn't think of it that way. Plenty of Minnesota kids have turned them down. They know that's a fight. They know no one else in, in the 
other 49 states turns them down. They know we have a great product here in Minnesota. They know that they fight, they're up against that fight. Um, Jason Shagabe is a 2005 birth year. I think he'll be invited to the camp. Should um, be. <laughs> I, I, I hate to speak out of turn, but I was working on my on my world project, Native American project. Jason's a Native American, yep. and part of that process is learning about them. So I was up there for a few days last fall, and we this topic came up literally with his mom Emily, his dad's son. We talked about Jason's future, and they said there's so much unknown. We don't know, especially in October of 2020. Hmm. They didn't know. Like yeah. I asked them, I go, "So are you going to do it?" Like we don't know. We just it's way too much unknown. But the life he has there in World, you know, his dad's the assistant. You know, yep. it's all there for him to really develop just as fast Staying, and just as yep. well there. I don't see him leaving, but he's got the ability to leave if he wants. Yeah. When was the last War Road player to leave? Uh, Jared Bethune. Did Jared he, Bethune. Did he leave? Yeah, yeah. One, one, one of Bethune. Yeah, but he went yeah, to the Western yes, League. He left. Yep. Yeah, okay. Now, I don't know about Jaycox. Did, did he leave early? I Luke Jaycox did not leave early. He left after graduation. Okay. Left I wasn't after, yeah. sure. It was like I wasn't sure if he was gone or not. All right. Uh, here's another one, and uh, very listen closely here. People would say, you know, this is this is Beckett Hendrickson from Minnetonka, Darby's son. Yeah. Um, I would say his oldest, but I think he's got an older sister. Um, no, he has an older brother. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, Mason, sorry. Mason, who's at I the magician. I think there's a sister yeah. in the middle there. Uh, so Mason, uh, I'm sorry, Beckett Hendrickson, son of a former NHLer. If you look at this roster of uh, NTDP kids, literally open up 20, there's always four or six, maybe even eight former NHLers' children on the team. It's crazy how many there are. Every year there's there's four or six, eight of them. Um, they make your life really good if you're the son of a former NHLer. Mm-hmm. Um, so could he leave? I would say it's a, a, a strong possibility that he could end up there. And he's he was the MVP of our Bantam Elite League this year by far. The best, one of the best 05s out yeah, there. Yeah, he looked really, really good this year. So uh, I would say if I have to put a color, I would say green on him and green on more. Uh uh, yellow on Shagabay, red on Burnwick. Sure. Just my sure. Yep, two cents. Uh, Ty Hansen, this is a really interesting one. He's defenseman from Hermantown. I interviewed him uh, this week. Yeah, it was. Technically, <laughs> technically it was this, this week. week. It was Monday. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how weird is that? Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I feel I'm like not I've sh- lived with Tony for two months now. Yeah, I know. It, it's so weird. I don't even know if we're going to get to this on the show, a different part of the show. I was in Hermantown when this thing all went down. Yeah, we can. Uh, we'll probably was, talk. Uh, we haven't recorded. We, we, we will have talked about that. I think we will have talked about it. So, I, yeah, we will have talked about it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Ty Hansen, puck rushing defenseman, super skilled mm-hmm. player. Okay. Um, I don't know. Again, Hermantown is a lot like Warren. You, you're literally in the cabbage patch. You're yeah. playing against double A yeah, teams. Think- you're 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 basically being seen by everyone. He'll get drafted in the USHL. And if, I don't think he has to leave. I don't know to be so successful. He's Dylan just, Sandberg proved that. Yeah. If for defense, I think, think Pionk is the only player of note they've lost. Yes. Yeah. And that's not surprising. Pionk was uh, like in a different level. Yeah. At yeah. That yeah. Time. So and Ty Hansen's dad played at UMD. 
we talked about this just yes, minutes pipeline. ago, the yeah. pipeline. He's going to be a bulldog. There's no question about it. So why does he need to go Leave away from to mom and back. dad? I don't <laughs> think that he's going to go, but I would definitely put him as a yellow. He's in that Shagabay category, would be invited, mm-hmm. and could turn it down. Sure. Um, this is fun. Uh, uh, Drew Stewart. I think a lot of why Drew Stewart ended up at Benilde is related to this conversation. Sure. I think so, too. Yeah. He would have been, I hate to say this out loud, but he would have been our Bantam Player of the Year. <laughs> he would have been. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. someone mentioned it, said, hey, you should mention Drew and your finalists. I'm like, Drew left his Bantam Player of the you Year award. Not eligible. He left it in the parking lot at Benilde yeah. when he walked in that day. It's yeah. true. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can't. And, and I'm not saying for sure he would have won because he still has to play out the string, but he was the front 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 runner. He w- he was on a runner up team and still was the MVP of our uh, Blue Ox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He was that good. Yeah, you can't be a Mister Hockey Award winner and play juniors and be at the USHL. <laughs> yeah. You just can't. You, you, you can't do it. Um, I think a lot of the reasons he ends up. I mean, I think their parents cited that they were they were playing. You know, they wanted to go to in schools. I, I totally give him credit for that because he's a great student. However. I think one of the reasons is there's so much pressure from this national development program to play high school hockey to get your invite. And he needed to go prove himself at high school hockey. And I think playing Bantams is you can't can't check enough boxes yeah. playing Bantams. Yeah. We know better here in Minnesota. Yeah. We're gonna see this kid Teddy Townsend blow up next year. He had no interest of playing for the National Model Program. He likes playing Eden Prairie, likes being in, with his buddies. Um, he's taking the slow train to success, <laughs> not the fast track to yep. success. Yeah. And, and and Drew did that, and I think Drew's a great player. If he's listening, if his parents are listening, I don't think this is the place for him to go. I don't. I, I think if oh, Austin Burnovic, this is a great spot for Austin Burnovic because he's big, he's NHL body. Drew Stewart, they're going to turn him into a penalty killer. They yeah, will. Sure. It's yeah. not a I good spot for him. He can go play in a high-paced, fast. He can be the man the next three years at at He Benilde. can play with Tristan Sarsland yes. next year. Adam Marshall. Just my Adam opinion. Marshall. Just my opinion. But I think he, he's got one of those. I think he's a yellow. Uh, if he gets invited, he's gone. Sure. He is gone. Yep. Um, you wouldn't do all this stuff to not take it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Danny Nelson, uh, another Bantam Player of the Year finalist. Awesome year this year. Henry Nelson's little brother. Yep. He's the second of the Nelson brothers. There's another one, Sammy, coming up, who's a peewee. Um, Danny's proven. He's got great hands. I think, you know, hot take here. Danny's been a forward his entire life. Don't be surprised if Danny becomes a D-man. Just like his brother. Okay. Don't be surprised if that happens. And here's the last one I think deserves some mentioning is Ashton Doms from Lakeville yeah. South. But he was really good. Had a good tournament really this year. The tournament. Um, he's an 05. He's always been one of the top 05s out there. Um, if if he gets invited to that camp, he might go take over that camp. He's been so good. Uh, I would put him as a yellow, and if, if invited, would turn to green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good list. Yeah. Well, let's go with the players that are not getting invited. Okay. Yes. And so I kind of put these in alphabetical or order. Or they're 03s or yeah. 04s, not yeah. even in, yeah. really in the discussion. So I put these in alphabetical order, I believe. Don't double check me on that. Um, okay, let's start up the, the top. Trey Osmus, 
Staying. of East Grand Forks, I North spent, Dakota commit. I spent a ton of time, hour and a half with the uh, uh, with Parker and Panzer up in Moorhead doing the interviews with them for the tournament. They all they're coming back. And come the green wave, and which is uh, great for yeah, hockey. Right. And Osmonds have left have left before. So have, have left before. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. So that's kind of like a Sammy Walker type of thing. Yeah, yeah saw right. it, you know they saw it and yeah, I think he's may not be back. greener. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, Jackson Blake. Right, this is easy. Yeah. He's gone. gone. That's not I even mean, a if you're stop playing sign. Going out top. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, yeah, he's yield. He is speeding on yeah, the field right through that. I mean, if you're playing in the in the state hockey tournament with the Chicago Steel Breezers on, <laughs> come on. Oh, yeah, that's I don't a know. bad that, that look. Painful. By the way, yeah. that's a terrible look. But whatever. I don't even think they realized it. I no. caught it right away. Well, yeah, we saw it right away on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay, Alex Bump of Prior Lake. How you staying? I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure he would get in. I don't think he'd get into a junior program. I think these uh, we'll have a couple other Prior Lake kids. I right. think uh, they have one business. Yeah. One that's got this legit. Yeah, junior. It, we'll get to it. Yep. Um, Thor Bufflin of Rozo staying. Um, Jimmy Clark of Edina. I would lean towards going. Go yeah, yeah I lean towards going. Okay, can we talk about two seconds here? Because Clark can't play for national development, right? Um, he just Good. did. Yeah. He just did. That would mean someone has left the program, and he was maybe trying out for that spot. And would he take a U18 spot in the national development program? For sure he would. So... Um, and let, people do leave. Let's talk about the USHL and NAHL for mm-hmm. two seconds yep. as well. So last year, USHL was without two teams, um, Madison and Cedar Rapids. Correct. Um, and the NAHL was without three teams. Yeah, I can't yeah, I quite name them all. I mean, Shreveport. I know, um, Springfield well, something for in sure. Kansas. Something oh, in, uh, with, uh, Topeka. Topeka. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those three. That's, yeah. We did pretty okay. well. We there, we there we go. There we go. Shreveport Mudbugs. Yeah, I know. That's just, it's a good name. All right. Um, but that being said, there's a lot of NA players this year that are going to move up into those spots next year in the USHL, even though there's two teams going to get added. Yeah. And that's where the crunch kind of hits onto these kids. Yeah, and we saw this all kind of take place just this week. All yeah. of a sudden, it's like Jared Moe is in the transfer portal. Brennan Boynton signs with the Gophers, and oh, Jack LaFontaine is coming back. Mm-hmm. Grant, I know I want to talk about gopher talk, but what a great illustration of what is going just, on when right When a now. drafted goaltender goes into the transfer portal, just think about that. Yeah. Like, from from a prime, like his dream and spot. Jared, if you look at it, Jared Moe never did anything wrong when he was with the Gophers. No. no. He was 900 Goals. I mean, save percentage. His goals against was great. Drafted. Drafted. I mean, the guy left had, early. Yes, too. the guy did everything, and no fault to his own because Lafontaine. I mean, is a Hobie Baker finalist, and he's and coming back for his sixth year. I don't know how many. It's a lot of years. Let's he's, put it that. He's way. played at Michigan State. He's going to have his PhD Michigan. by the end here. Yeah, free. 
PhDs. Well, PhDs are usually free, but uh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. You're right, Carl. Thank you for the wet blanket comments again. Yeah. Gotta get these in while I still can. But I think it's interesting. You know, the whole Brennan Boynton thing. They needed a goalie. Brennan's in his last year of junior hockey. He's had a great year at Fargo. Bam. He's Easy plug and play. Yeah. He's now a gopher. Yeah, you know? that's cool. Yeah, I think it's awesome. So it opens up a lot of discussion, and it's just weird. I've said this off air, on air. I think there's about a three year lapse in this whole thing. It's going to affect everybody for a few years. Yeah, because uh, all we saw this last year with kids getting pushed down or quitting hockey. Too. Yeah. Well, now the kids that got pushed down want to get back up, yep. and all these seniors that are graduating are now going to have to go back to the N.A. or even lower than that, too. Yeah, It just took one or two people on the NCAA board or decision committee to release. Throw this all. Throw it completely into a tizzy. Yeah. So, moving on, A.J. Carls of Centennial. I would say stay. Okay. I think Centennial is going to be pretty good. Yeah, they have the they have the players to do it, and yep. Carl's is one of them too. Um, ben Dardis of Matamidi. stay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we put his name on the Ribsec Trophy already? Yes, yes, I think we could put his name. Congratulations, on there I mean, Ben Dardis. <laughs> yeah, it, you know we're going lifetime achievement award. He was our goalie year as a sophomore for his performance in the state tournament. He'll have a great senior year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. Game, set, match. It's already his. Yeah, we don't know who's going to win Mr. Hockey yet today or um, for Monday. 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 Is it Monday? Yes. Okay. Monday. And slight promo here. You can watch it. It's like a regular year from from your viewing Yeah, we've been invited in to, you know, videotape it. Uh, Greg will be clipping it off site. And actually, I got invited to be the photographer this year. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You can take photos. (laughs) There you go. No, but they said, we need a photographer. Can you find someone? I'm like, "Uh, Dan, uh, Peter, I can do that. Uh, Not Danny. 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 Danny can bring his Polaroid. His Polaroid. My SX70. Kyle Kukinen, Mr. Hockey Polaroid. Completely washed out. Yeah, it's not a bright picture. Mr. Hockey. Can you come back 10 minutes later? We're going to need you to (laughs) get back over here. And take a picture with your your phone and post it online. Yeah. So, so from a Mr. Hockey perspective, you can tune in t- tomorrow. Is that Monday? Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow yes. afternoon <laughs> yes. between about 3 and 5 or okay. 5-ish. You'll find out who won Mr. Hockey. Uh, all night you'll be able to watch the uh, individual interviews. Sure. Just business as usual, but it's going to be held at Tria Rink. They'll be wearing hockey jerseys instead of suits. I think that's a great Yeah, it's take. a good. it's a fun play. Uh, just as long as uh, Carter Batchelder can get his jersey washed and get all that yellow stains off. Why were the EP jerseys so, always so stained? I don't get it. <laughs> what I did might... you say last night? Got they like washed. a barbell in there or yeah, something? Yeah, with a rusty bar. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like it's kind of, they're doing science experiments to kind of, see. It's kind of the EP brand, though. You know, playing the community center, have these dirty jerseys. Like, you're, yeah. you're eating prairie. I know. Come on. Clean yeah, that yeah. thing up a little bit. I don't get it. Oh. Um, okay. Trey Fetchkow of Edina. I almost say gone just by track record here. uh, Yeah, his record is to leave. He has to actually make a team, though. I don't think he leaves for an NA team. No, he would play in the USHL or Edina High School. 
And he'd be a Mr. Hockey finalist. Yeah. Finalist. It's an Arizona State commit. Yeah, he'd be a Mr. Hockey finalist next year. Yeah. Think uh, about that, though. If Jimmy Clark comes back and fetch go. That's a good team. That's a good team. That's a good offensive team. Yeah. Um, uh, Drew Fisher of Creighton. Stan. Mm-hmm. They got something to prove. Yeah, I, I, Creighton the last two years has had something to prove. And these kids um, that were sophomores with Gleason, I think, have a lot to prove. And I bet you don't have Jake, his brother, on there. I think I he might be getting some consideration from the National Development Program sure. as well. Sure. He had a good year. Yeah. And he's big and mean and nasty. I, I think he could be that kid who might sneak into that program. Sure, sure. Um, Dylan Godbout. He stay. I think yeah. he'll stay. Is, did his dad stay all the way through? I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just, yeah. you know, uh, saying as that as an example. Barrett Hall of Gentry. Mm, I think he will stay. Someone has to carry the the Gentry biking team to yeah, the, the state title. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I think he'll stay. Um, Reed Clunder. If anyone's going to go, I think it would be him. Just because there's just not much left there at, at South, South St. Paul. Paul. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And he's going to have to, he's an 04. He's going to have to play some junior hockey before he enters into Wisconsin. So this could be the year. Okay. Um, Brody Lamb. I, I can't see him coming back. Yeah. Great as it would be. Yeah. He'd hard. have 75 goals if he came back. Yeah. yeah they played a high, they would play a slightly harder schedule, but still, yeah. Still, he had 58 or something like that in the regular season. The shortened schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's coming back. I really don't. I don't I, and so. I don't think that's the U of M saying, we need to play juniors. I just think he needs a challenge. Yeah. And I think he wants a challenge, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tana Lucky. Oh, God, that's such a good question. That one's a hard one. That's a really His hard one. His brother left. Yep. As a senior, mm-hmm. Tana will only junior. be a junior. This is going to be a really good team, and they're, they're ranking in our – uh, top 10 has him as leaving. I think if he returns, I think Lakeville South goes a little higher than Carl and I and you have him. But I think he could be gone. I th- think so. The track record says that. He could that. be gone. He could be gone. Um, Ad Marshall. <sighs> that's another Mr. Hockey finalist, if you ask me. Um, that's a big one. That's a really big question. Um, he's not committed. Nope. So that and he and his soft his day one his day of reckoning with the Division One programs has come and gone. Yeah. So yep. he has something to prove. Yep. Um, I think he could be gone. I sure. really do. Um, that returns a pretty decent team for Benilde if he stays. Yeah. Great team. Yeah. And they're bringing in even more top. Can I say recruits? Bringing in top end recruits. Um, Connor McClure. I think he would stay. Yeah, I mean, if you've gone this long, <laughs> if you stuck with Dunfeld, you stuck long, with why would you? You're, you're in it for the haul. <laughs> yeah, you're in it for the long haul. I That's agree. the best East statement of all time. Yeah, that's if great. You're stuck I, with Dunfeld for this long, you're gonna stay out. I have to get my dates in somehow this year. Yeah. And and if you're you got a twin brother too, I mean, yeah. they're staying. It's not going. Yeah. No, I mean. They could have been at East or Hermantown within one move, and their parents do quite well. So yeah. it's they yeah. could they could have done a lot of different things. Yeah, they're 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 sticking. Gavin O'Connell of Wyzetta. Um, 
I think he's staying. Yeah, where would he go? Yeah, yeah. He, he he would be his. He'd have a hard time making the USHL yeah. roster yeah. as he, at this stage right. of his career. Yeah. Next I, year, sure. I I almost say Wyzetta does have a history of players leaving, so I wouldn't have. Be, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But like, like Anderson, what was his first name? Grant. Grant. Grant Anderson had a USHL body. I mean, he was ready. Yeah. physically. I don't think Ness. He yeah. was ready. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was I'm ready. I'm just, you know, giving examples. Yeah, played his freshman year. Yeah. It's really hard when these kids, they start, you know, they start off in ninth grade playing high school hockey. It kind of gets boring after a few years. Well, there's a lot more options than there used to be right. 10 years ago. Right. Um, Zan Plant. Wow. That's a great question. He's not, there's no way he's leaving next year. No possible way. Yeah. yeah I, Get at least one year, him and, and Max. he and his yeah. brother, and there's no oh, chance. After I that, I would put that in the zero category. Yeah. Okay. Um, he is. He was a first round pick mm-hmm. by the Chicago Steel. Chicago Steel. I wouldn't put it past the Chicago Steel letting him come and play him before and after. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, Sam Rice of Prior Lake. I'd say he's staying. Same. Um, Tristan Sarslin of Benilde. Great question. This one's a hard one. Great, great question. Uh, I would transfer say s- portal to Elk River. Where his dad and played and grandpa coached. No, um, I would say staying. Uh, I would say staying. I, Carl and I think this is our Mr. Hockey front runner right now. I could, yeah, I really like his game. I mean, I who, else are, who else is the Mr. Hockey front runner next year? Wow. Yeah. I mean, assuming Blake and Lamb go. Yeah. Think, yeah. think about wow. it. Who is it? He is our front runner. He his game was options. really, really impressive this yeah. year. He's the one that stepped up the most year over year that you I don't saw. You have to person. tell me Tristan's a great yeah. player, but that's a a D man. Yeah. Front runner. Hmm. Yeah, but he also jumps up on the forwards too. I don't. I know he plays. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> I know he plays. I, I know you know. <laughs> okay, Tony. Yes, we know you know. I, I'm, you're, you got Sarslin on the table, and I'm trying to find some another yeah, plate right. to yeah. put on there. We're, and we're I can't this find game it right now. Like, yeah, so what is it's it? It's very hard it is right now. Yeah, Godbout, Dylan Godbout could Dylan, be in there. Dylan Godbout and Tristan Sarslin were the most improved players year over year that I saw. I, I with, I'm with you on that. Good it, takes. Good takes. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I think he has uh, Tristan Sarslin could do it. I okay. think he could. Um Will Schumacher of Prior Lake. There's another one right there. Yeah. Yeah. He could be gone. I would he could be gone. Um and he's got the skill to do it. Whoever's got his draft rights will be all over that. Yeah. Yeah. It depends if he wants to stay with bump and rice. Right. And yep. make that run. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, and the casino can gamble one more year. Away. Yeah. Um, Jake Sandriel. Sandriel. <laughs> uh, I would say stay. I would say stay. Uh, Max Strand. Um, Rozo has some say fun s- little players coming back. I would back say stay. Still. Yeah. I still think they're going to be good. I still think so, too. How about this one? Gavin Thorson. Andover. <laughs> he had a good dad, His dad's an assistant coach there. Like, yeah. Dad, I don't Believe think him. you're yeah. good enough at developing Sorry. me. Yeah. I'm going to move on. <laughs> I, but that's happened before. In Crookston. No, Burnsville. Yes, it did. 
<laughs> so yeah, I'm weird. just giving you. That's weird. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Dad fully admits that he's not. I'm kidding, Yanni. He's a great coach. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he is. Okay, that's what I got. That was it. I I have one to add to that list. Um, Creighton Hall, Creighton Durham Hall defenseman Simon Hogue is someone else you need to. Okay, sure. Who could yep. go okay. as well? So. Um, keep just keep an eye out for him. Uh, I don't think he's leaving, but he should get mentioned in this category because he's that good at a D man. Um, anybody else that you can think of? No, but as you were joining on the list, I was like, I knew we generated this list, and I didn't remember his name. I'm like, ah, we sure. gotta get Simon's name. Sure, I think that's he's a fine. Heck of a player. So um, that shows you how good Creighton's gonna be next year. Creighton's gonna be good, very good, and they're gonna actually get to play teams next year. Knocking on wood. Uh, somebody's saying that they're ready for the podcast. Initials of BB. And I'm just going to tell them recording on Tuesday. Oh. What now? Kidding. Oh, okay. Somebody, oh, they want to hear the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck. Just get in line. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to hear this podcast. Um, Speaking of what everybody wants to hear... Um, you have something. We have section, section realignment alignment. before we talk about the top tens and get out of here. Sure. Yeah, so let's talk about section realignment. Carl, take this one. Okay, yeah. So what we do know is that we should get an announcement on April 15th of what the new sections are. Uh, basically, we're in the phase. A couple things have leaked out because I think teams have been told where they are in a preliminary way, but then there's an appeal process. This is where you see a lot of the co-ops drop down and things like that. But Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're in that phase. But things that we are... Uh, I think feeling pretty certain of, well, one, Gentry Academy is moving up to double-A. Yep. Yep. That's a sad, probably going to be in four double-A with Hill. Um, we've heard Sartell is now above the enrollment cutoff, so they're most likely will be in eight double-A. Yeah, you would think they would go yep. to eight double-A. What if Gentry gets placed in three double-A? I was just thinking of this right now. Just think, uh, hold on, okay? They won't. That they they want to keep the White Bear Hill only section? They don't think they don't, that they don't, way. They don't. They, think they don't put thought into this. Okay. It's, okay. a, it, it's a map, and they draw lines. Yeah, it could be draw, gerrymandered. You don't know. <laughs> they draw lines. It is yeah. the goofiest thing yep. ever. You know, not to talk too much girls here, but Chisago Lakes, Gentry, Chicago? Gentry, and Breck were all in the same section. And someone pointed out, they pointed out because they were, they thought that Gentry, because Gentry at some point was. In, in lacrosse or something like that was, <laughs> or, or four years ago was was a co-op with Minnehaha. Like, well, Minnehaha is right down Minneapolis, and that's close to. Oof. Yeah, it's just weird. They, they there's no rhyme or reason to it, but I would say they're four double A for sure. That makes four double A strong, a great yeah. section, great section. I mean, yeah. Stillwater's historically strong. White Bear is going to be really good, and then you have. Hill and Jet. This this becomes a very good section. This becomes yeah. a two double A, six double A section, which yeah. is fun. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of which, I think we have. We keep hoping, keep hoping, Creighton will get shifted out of six and into three where they belong. Yes. And we are keep hoping, keep hoping that six A can get spread a little, spread the wealth yeah. over to five A a little yeah. bit because five A has been so weak. And it seems like a few dominoes may be falling there. Yeah, with Sartell dropping off. Um, yeah. So six A will need. Uh, and Little Falls yeah. seems way more natural. Like like five A seems to be a little bit more eastern driven, yeah, and, yeah, and east six A is central. a little bit more western driven. Yeah, if you're if we're drawing if we're drawing yeah. lines, Little Falls is a lot closer to Pine City and more mm-hmm. uh, than 
you know, yeah. than Alexandria. My or favorite r- rumor I heard, which I, I have put no stock in, was that a bunch of Iron Range teams are going to opt up just to stick in Termintown. But <laughs> 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 how would that stick it to Hermantown? No, just like we don't want to play you, sort of. It makes like, me think of the Field of Dreams quote, where it's like. Uh, we all, we happen, didn't invite Ty Cobb because we didn't like that SOB in real life. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is very much like that. That's a good analogy. Yeah. Um, totally quiet in Hermantown. Um, I guess at this point, I don't expect them to move up, but... I don't knows? expect yeah. them to move up either. And would be su- I would be surprised yeah. because we've been waiting on it forever, but again, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. And then how many ta- how many years ago did I say... When Zam mm-hmm. and and Max are together, for like five it's years. going to be ugly. Yep, how much better they are than everybody else in class. That moment has, will arrive next yep. year. Yep. yep, we are six months away from that's, that happening. That's the sad part is they are a very very good seven double A team. Yeah, and they make that section relevant. Yeah, they. <laughs> They yeah. had a ranked team in seven double A into the tournament. I feel like I'm. Thing. I feel like I'm entering the Hermantown thread on the forum right now. Um, <laughs> I will say this, and I think I've said it on the show a few times. It's not about us; it's about them, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> the, uh, the us is Danny, Carl, Tony going. You know, Move wouldn't up. that be great? Wouldn't that be great? It'd be awesome. It'd be, uh, but for them, they got a four sheet rink rat deal outside. They got a one building. Their program is just humming right along. They're putting player after player after player into, into Division One, into Division <laughs> yeah, One <UMB>. hockey. <laughs> it's a good. They got a good thing going. Why would you break it and just also, so us fans can see them play and measure themselves up? And by next tournament, it'll have been five years since they won a single A title. Yeah, yeah, yeah now, just have to be the one like here again, huge, Carl. Huge no, asterisk on this true. season, but yeah. it's not like they're steamrolling. No. no. They, maybe they should be, but and, they're not. And, and yeah. the product, they're still yeah. putting out a great product of players to Division One hockey. So, yep. I, I again, it's, it's not about us. If it were, you know. Yeah, see, that's the argument why St. Thomas should have moved up because they won three years in a row, yep. and they controlled it. Yep. So, yep. and but they had a pipeline yeah. of recruiting and and you know great program. Hermantown doesn't have that pipeline. I mean, there are look at their peewees. Their sure. peewees this year they have three great players, and that's right? It, yeah, and they somehow were better than Bemidji and Grand Rapids and Double A, but it's not very strong. Northern hockey is not very strong right now. They were Moorhead and it's we're putting together the Bantam Elite. Minors and, and majors, it's stock full of Moorhead and Hermantown kids. That's where all the players are yep. right now. And because of that, there's really not much, there's not a big pipeline, mm-hmm. you know, like a, like a St. Thomas. It's funny we're comparing St. Thomas and, and Hermantown <laughs> together right now, of all things. Mutus Mute Bruce Plant, Mutus. There are a few tweets this week about that. Yeah. I thought they were kind of funny, but we won't discuss those on the show. Uh, <laughs> any other realignment talk? Uh, I think it's about all we. That's really of note. We'll see where where the chips fall, and we may I, if, not, if, it, if it's worth it. Yeah, if it's worth it, we'll have another podcast to discuss it. Yeah. I want five and six to get blown up. That's what I you want. Really make Maple want. Grove in six with everyone, or put Jefferson in two again, where they rightfully belong. Belong for sure. They belong there. It, it's they, they like belong. That. That's exactly where they belong. Just put teams but, where they rightfully belong. But why does he Dinah? Not with Eden Prairie. Prairie. They're like bordering and 
Yeah, they do. They, they do all border. border. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, and the fact that the Edina Jefferson and Eden Prairie are all in different sections. Yeah, that is crazy. And, and they're all at varying levels of success right now in their careers. Yeah, so it's not programs. like they're, they would be stacking one section totally to put all three of them in one. Yeah. I know, I know. I said this, someone said this in the uh, on the couch this week or somewhere this week. I heard this. Our couch? Or- ma- <laughs> I don't know. It was said this week that Maple Grove to six double A. I said if that happened, there might be a pipe bomb at uh, at the high school league. <laughs> well, um, and we wonder why <laughs> and, we're not credentialed. Um, signing off here. <laughs> that is sarcasm. <laughs> but you, but th- that's what would be horrible. My point is that would be horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You take the most loaded team in five double A and scoot them into the most loaded section. Yeah, keep yeah. Keith Creighton in there too. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it'd be terrible. Great Mariucci matchup. Yeah, it'd be terrible. <laughs> so meanwhile, it'd be a bunch of more three double A and it'd be awful sections. We want good sections. Yeah, I want three double A to be better. Yes. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. yeah. We uh, want some way too early top tens. Let's do it. Uh, Starting. We want double A first or A first. Let's do A. A. Yeah. A. We'll save some juice. Uh, All right. Class A, so number one. Gentry. No. Hermantown. <laughs> <laughs> Hermantown. Number two, East Grand Forks. And that's a flip of a coin with, with Warroad, War right? Three. Yep. Okay, can we pause for two seconds and kind of say why a little bit of justification on our rankings? Because yeah. I think that I, I like looking at rankings, right? But I like the justification. That's Absolutely. what makes Carl's rankings good. So why, me in business. Yeah. Why, why Hermantown? Just to tell people why Herman. Come on, Zam Plant, Derek, Derek Plant, Derek Plant. Sure, yeah, all Derek, the plants. Derek Plant will be in the rink yep. directing traffic. Yes, um, his mere presence. Max, Max Plant, Ty Hansen, Ty Hansen. Their senior class is, isn't. This is not their best senior class. No, Bloomdahl so, and those yeah, guys. They're losing a bunch of quality forwards. They may not yep. be as deep as short some stubby of these kids. It'll be awesome. But the the front end talent is absurd. Yes, it okay. is absurd. East Grand Forks. What do they return? Uh, well, Jackson they, they, Panzer, Jackson Panzer, Ty Osmus, and um, a Bantam team that just won state, and a Bantam team that just won state. They were really good. Magner comes back; he'll be a sophomore next year. Um, I think the big thing, and and not to rip on uh, Carter Career, I think the biggest question mm. mark with the Wave is their goaltending. Yeah, it's weird to see a team in the state tournament where their goaltending's uh, save percentage is like. 850. Yeah. yeah. And you know, had they not let in a couple of soft ones, they might be the state champions right now. Correct. They played good enough to beat Correct. I, and this is something to say, East Grand Forks probably has one of the best coaching staffs in this state. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> really. Like the, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we will have talked about this, but the game plan they had against Gentry was great. They were, did exactly what they needed to do. Absolutely. Tony's keys to the game. They yep. they checked all the boxes and still lost. Yeah, they, they did everything they right. scored First, mm-hmm. they, they scored they second. Yeah, they but, held them at bay. It just gentry was too much. Yeah, they just were too much. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. Uh, who's next? Uh, then it, we get into the, into the grab bag. But well, no. no then it's Warroad. Well, Warroad, yes, Warroad. Yeah. Who? Uh, who again? Literally, this Reed. is this is yeah. a team that lost to East Grand Forks. Doesn't really lose in a ton overtime. of talent in and, double overtime. And they were second at Bantam State. <laughs> State. And they were second at Bantam State. So yeah, yeah. So. fun. We can. And they have the we just best. circle our calendars for the 8A final already next year? Yeah. yeah. The, they have the shiftiest player in the section, too, 
in Chaga Bay. Yeah, and they're getting a, they're getting three freshmen will be sophomores next year that are unbelievable. So you got Carson Pilgrim who just blew up at the state tournament. Um, he's cousins or something with with uh, Jason right. Shagabay. Yeah. I remember your. No, it's like it's un- his nephew actually. I remember your family tree you were drawing. Yeah, it's, it's a family tree is a Charlie meme from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a good one though. It's it, yeah. they're it's a true family. I mean, then, the, the Shagabays yeah. and Pilgrim, they're family. I mean, this isn't like some weird thing. They're yeah. they're literally like cousins. And then speaking of family. You got the other good word. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, our Bantam Player of the Year finalist, Murray Marvin Cordes. I've heard that last name before. Yeah, yeah. he's a Marvin. Cordes? <laughs> actually, uh, his his mom, Robin Marvin, is um, Cal Marvin's one of the younger Cal Marvin children. Oh, really? So she's, we're still at his children. Oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah. is... <laughs> <laughs> this is Cal. Yeah, so it's just only Cal a was prolific. It's, it's, yeah, twelve kids. That is prolific. <laughs> but, but my point is, Robin's way down here, where yeah. like uh, Hanvit, way at the, way at the top, uh, is this is yeah. Luke, Grant Sukinski's from way at the top. He's actually great. Grant is a great grandson. Yeah, of Cal. That's, yeah. That's, that's why I was thinking. It's it crazy. Weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy how <laughs> how it works. Yeah. Um, with, with those families, there's so many of those families yeah. there. And then and then another one, Tommy Lund's son, Ryan Lund, who had one of the most unbelievable youth hockey goals I've ever seen. And think about how many that I've seen. It was it's staggering. <laughs> They're skating three on five against Shakopee in the state semifinal. Three on five. He gets the puck instead of icing it. He's like, oh, I'll take it up, right? <laughs> he, and he's like six foot three, two hundred and twenty five pounds. He is full man, lumbering, and he's been full man his whole life. Yes. You know, he is an anomaly. I mean, his little brother Connor is just an average kid. I'm like, they were in the, they were in the stars of tomorrow. The mailman. No, they, yeah, they were stars of tomorrow. There was a picture of them two years ago, stars of tomorrow, or or the big one. They, he's like, a, they're in their skates. They're a foot difference. <laughs> One's in 06. They're like three years apart. It was like a foot apart. Ryan Lund, Lundy gets past the, the, the red line, just up to the blue line, winds it up, and takes the most atomic bomb slap <laughs> shot. Or like, bing, bar down. It was like, oh, my God. Did he just do that? He just Averman the whole if, thing. If, if, he, if he hadn't hit the goalie, he would have gone through the goalie. Yes, he would have murdered the goalie. <laughs> The world crowd just erupts. The place, it was just the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. But Bing, bam, boom. It was so, I was like, did you see that shot? I'm like, yeah, it was unbelievable. Cookie and I were talking about it. It was Ugh. amazing. But anyway, so those three kids are coming into world I, next year. So you and I are going to make another trip next yeah, year to Yeah, I think that's the game. That's the game yeah, to see. Might be, yeah, might be, have to happen. Okay. Okay, then we get into the grab bag. But we put Matamidi at four. This feels like a... Traditional well, pick. Might as well throw in Matamidi. But, but they have the best goaltender in the state. Yep. And Bar they have none. Plenty of talent. Yep. Plenty yeah. Of talent. And a very good head coach. Yep. Number five. I like our number five. Fergus Falls. It took some yeah. thought. I mean, but. they they were their best player away from making it. Michael DeBrito goes out in the first period of that game. Yeah. He's, He's in that game. They might be in the state tournament, not yep. Little Falls. Yeah. Yep. And he'll be a senior. Isaac Johnson, who I really liked, was his a, game is going to be a junior. Really so. coming on. Yeah, really so. coming. And as I think I might have pointed out, Isaac, Isaac Johnson is the first cousin to the Huglins. You know that? Ah, no. Have I not okay. said no, that on the show? So. No, I yeah, don't Yeah. So, so Paul Huglin and uh, uh, Aaron Huglin's cousin is Isaac Johnson. So it's something I want to look up right now is when was the last time a six. A team was not in the semifinals. 
Of it, state? Of state. It's That's yeah. actually a great question. Um, yeah, I can't think of one. I, because Apollo, Apollo probably uh, against yeah. Breck. Didn't they get pumped one year? No, it was they Cathedral got, they got in 20... Yeah. one nothing In overtime. Cathedral in 2017. They're okay. third. Uh, they did, yes, yeah, sorry. Six, check 16. Cathedral in 2016. That's the Keegan Karki, Deb McKay. Oh, yeah. The 4-5 yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, 2016 and... We really have to think about this because Apollo in 2015, Cathedral in 2014, mm-hmm. uh, 2013 was uh, Apollo losing that's, that's the Apollo same time. That's Apollo getting by St. Thomas. That's, that's, that was the one, right? Yeah. That yeah. was big. Yeah. That was, that that's was, what that I was meant grotesque. to say. That was not the <laughs> but, Breck game. But. but let's just put that in perspective. How tough this yeah. section has so, been. And, and that's why this section needs, good. That's why this section needs, needs the dispersal breaking. draft. Because yeah. right now... Yeah. You know, or three of the next four teams on this list are 6A. Yes. Yeah. Okay, sorry. It just yeah. wanted it's to true, bring though. this up. Number six is... And di- for those people who say we don't talk Class A... We've done a lot of Class A this it. year. Number um, six is Denfeld. Uh, maybe a little thinner than this past year, but they still have the McClure's. Still yep. have... They'll be Davidson. older and they'll yep. be better yep. type of thing. Number seven is Little Falls. Uh, definitely more losses than Fergus, but still, still, still plenty there. Still plenty good. Yeah, I wonder who will take the head coaching job there. I think that's, that's a, a great time. Yeah, that's a real. I'm gonna like my guess is Wesley Watashik, who was yep. a star there, has been the assistant. But yep. Wesley, yeah, yeah, be a good fit. Yeah, um, eight Alexandria. Yeah, right. very good yep. Adam team, right? Yeah, yep. very good. Yep. Number nine. This is fun. Virginia. Love it. Why? Uh, they returned their top couple players and had a very good Bantam team. Again. Very good Bantam. Yeah. How good is their Bantam team? I don't know. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Uh, made it to regions. Toughest, toughest in the state by far. Uh, that region with with Warroad and Ro- I mean, they're not on the same level as Warroad and I mean, and, and East that's Brandy a different Alex. level, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. And I'll number ten, 10 Delano Shrug. <laughs> I only I only said this in our pre meeting is because I thought they the, Willie Brown's class played Bantams, mm-hmm. and there's a few good peewees behind. There were a few good behind them, so Willie thought they he was pretty optimistic they'll be just as good or better next year. Did we just not put a private school in the Class A rankings? That is correct, and really, there was there was no one to consider. Not really. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying yeah. uh, because the Cathedral's private school there, haters there. always are in there for the Class A. This yeah. might be a year where you might yeah. not see that. Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun to have like an all public school? I mean, we were yeah. Let's do an all so public cool. school tournament. Technically, charter schools are public schools, so yeah. Let's let's do that. We, we, were, there, we were there this year. We were <laughs> let's there. This move year. back to 1975. Come on, come this, on. My Volkswagen bus over here is, is like this, ready to pick you is, is up. This the part of the we, we were there in 2018 too. Is this part of the segment where I get to roast Danny for his yes snobby oh, yes? Statement? Let's roast Danny for his. I have an A track going right now. And I mean, the Zed just released a new album. You want to go on tour? Pull pull the cord there. Where's the Where's the mute button? My gosh! (laughs) So we're having a discussion at some point this week, and we were talking about bars and going someplace. And he he basically referred to as a bar where all public that's a public school bar. And he forgot that he was in the presence of two public school kids. It's okay. And I haven't roasted you too bad, but I'm going to get you on the show. Okay. So Danny's like, yeah, that's, you know, like where public school kids hang out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like yeah. he was, like they're beneath him. 
Yeah, Carl. So then, where do we go to a bar? We go to this place called Parlor. I mean, that is the most private school place we've ever been. Very in my life. good. That it was very, very good. I will say it was good. It felt. Uh, I felt like it was at a private school for people had, for at yeah. least an hour. Yeah, even though and the best part is they what? told me, yeah. You're gonna have to leave after two hours. Yeah, right. Yeah, they. they this the guy here, he the with the Polaroid camera yeah. purse thing, he can stay all as long as he wants. It's a case. It's, it's a, a man purse. It's, it's a purse. Case. It's a purse. Um, I forget. Double A. Double A. Double A. Okay, what do we okay. got? Uh, double A top ten. Number one, Gentry Academy. Number two. Okay. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> I think it's a Tony great made take. the argument I, here. Yeah, this is this is Tony's take. Yeah. This is, I'm telling you right now, this program is on the rise. They will be a dominant force in Double A. I don't want them in the Minnesota State High School League. Keep whining. Keep whining. Yeah, They're not going to get kicked yeah, out. Yeah. The, the question I've been getting all week is like. Why, why is why are they allowed in the high school league when Shattuck isn't? And I think we should, should explain. Shattuck is. If they Shattuck established residency for its players, they could be fine. It's their choice not to play. Correct. They want to yeah. play a nat- They want to play sixty games yeah. national schedule. Yeah. And that's how they get the players to come yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what they're going for. More hockey. You know, yeah. where where Gentry's doing this within the rules of the state high school league. They're a member of the state high school league. And Shattuck has been a member of the state yeah, high school and league. They are in other yeah. sports. Yeah. yeah. Which, with the same setup, so yeah, yeah. Yep. So. There's no problems there. Um, I just think that they're going to be really good, and they're going to be a tough team to beat. And what I like best about these guys is they're taking players. I mean, these are not Barrett Hall was not a household name. The only household name now. in Minnesota that they had was Damon Furseth. Yeah, and he's a, and you saw he's a heck of a player. Yeah, but he, these he they're taking players that are not the best and they're making them the best through their training and development and if you want to become a better hockey player i hate to say this it's a pretty darn good avenue if, yeah yeah i shouldn't say what i was gonna say okay <laughs> what were we gonna say no i will not say it oh wow i like that wow wow well, holding on him carl later yeah. i guess for hot takes that are well, too spicy i'm just gonna turn turn the okay. recorder okay. off I'll, later and i'm gonna keep it on Come on, you can sugarcoat it at least. This is my way to spin it. It's just hockey is not everything in life. That's all I'll say. That's a great take. That's a great take. The fact that people rearrange their lives around it so much, it will never not bother me. We talked about this at my house, in my living room. I said, you know what? Part of this is... These kids just play more hockey. Mm-hmm. You know, the Litchfield, yeah. you watch these Litchfield kids, like, they're pretty darn good. They just don't play as much hockey yep. in Hutchinson and yeah, Litchfield and as they is... do at Gentry Academy or Hill Murray or Minnetonka. Hockey is a huge part of all three of our lives, yeah. Yeah. to varying degrees, right. obviously. But <laughs> yeah, one, of, one of us makes our living off of it. The other two do not. <laughs> but, yeah. but still. Varying. But, but, yeah, I think we can all agree that hockey is not life, and that's why I make fun of hockey for life as a name. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. All right, where are we at now after uh, the gentry bomb? Number two, Hillmarie. Well, isn't that ironic? We'll be in the same section. Same yeah. section. They're going to be good. East yeah. side kids. Good goaltending. I mean, good forwards. Great it's forwards coming back. Good defensemen. They bring back all their, all their D other than the top two. So. And yeah. here's another little birdie. None of these teams are playing Gentry. That's Nobody's yeah. playing them. It's like no. you can't be in the club. You can't. Yeah, we don't play. That's, I won't let them in hockey for life. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they asked for it, and I'm like, I can't 
kick somebody out yeah. and let you enter. It's yeah. not like I'd would I want Gentry in. How great would it be to have Gentry in our tournament next Just year? Duluthi if somebody backs Gentry. out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the, the best troll ever. Rand, Rand, that you're listening. Rand, get it done. <laughs> Louie, get it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it. We would love to have Gentry in our stuff. They're a state champion. They have a wagon of a hockey team. I would love them in Hockey for Life. I would love them in the opener. So I've told them that, too. I said, I've already guaranteed them a spot in the opener for 2022. I said, you can have both sets. You'll play yeah. St. Thomas Academy in, in on Friday night. He says, really? I'm like, yeah, Trent will play anybody. He doesn't care. Yeah, tr- Trent's uh, we equal don't care. opportunity. I want to get better. I'm not going to get better by playing Simley. Sorry, Simley. Well, yeah, but it's, it's true. It's true. All right, and go number three, Maple Grove. I certainly lose a lot, but they're at the point. They're, they're at the Dyna Pipeline point now. Where they are literally. They're yeah. they have so many good players. Yeah. Um, here's a fact. If people want to hate on this, here's a fact. Uh, 2017 state Bantam final, 18 state champions, 19 mm-hmm. state champions, 20. They were the number one team in the state. This year they lose in double overtime uh, in the Bantam. They upset. are yeah. in an upset. They are low dead. Um, so don't go, oh, they lost Kukkonen. It doesn't matter. They they're lost just, Henry Nelson. just reloading right now. They yep. lost Chris Kiernan. They're, they're, they lost they, yeah, Sam Jacobs. Bennett Glad. They, got, they got players. They have a bunch of good players. Jack Winicky. And the only <laughs> real player out of that, out of this whole youth hockey mix is Maskey that they would be missing. Sure. And maybe yeah. Gunderson if he leaves. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, that's true. Number four, uh, kind of the opposite side of the table, bringing everyone back, Creighton. Yeah, this you know, team is. This team could be special. They could be. They also need to win a, a section a section semifinal. Marco Bell. They haven't. Yeah. they haven't been to the section final since that, that upset run where they beat yeah, Benil. Yeah. yeah, I think Bellic Belic's a senior, right? He, what? Uh, he's an 03, so uh, I look it up. Look I, it up, Danny. I'm not sure if he's an. I think he's a regular 03. I think he was a senior this year. No, I, he wasn't. I know that. Okay. Really? Uh, keep Ooh. talking while uh, I keep researching. So, anyway, great team. He's the <laughs> same. I think he is the same age as Drew Fisher. I mean, academically, mm-hmm. I think he might be a late 03. Marco Bellic is a junior, Thank so you, yeah. I think that he's a Frank Brimzek uh, finalist. I do next, too next year. Mm. These guys. Yeah, is, is I've there seen a, him play. Is there a other casino? than what you saw? Is there a Erickson? casino? Sure. To yeah, that could be. Yeah. Is there a casino anywhere near uh, the, the top five? St. Paul. Is there What's one on the, the river? First one. Because they are the casino. Running team. aces. Yeah, running <laughs> That's aces. Pretty far. That's pretty far. Yeah. They'll but drive. they are. Don't, do you agree they're a little bit like yeah, the, the they're, casino? They're getting team? there. They're getting yeah. there. It, um, it's hard to say. It, the problem. Be, the difference between Casino and Creighton is six is a lot deeper than two, or yeah. at least it has been. And so I will say that if they move to Section 3 or out of six, they have a lot better of a chance to prove that they are not. Where it, it, Prior Lake still needs to prove that they can come out at two. Yeah. Sure. I agree. I agree. Uh, speaking of casinos, Prior Lake is number five. And this is all dependent on the Bump, yep. Rice, Schumacher. A, uh, I think they're coming back. Great senior I, group if they're back. Yeah. yeah, and this group has been, you know. Very successful. Su- and they've been really aiming this way. I think that that is a good team to return type of thing. I'm not going to yep. argue that. Do I think they're going to state? Nope. <laughs> 
number six, we've got Wyzetta. But think about that now. Yep. We don't think Wise. We don't think Minnetonka is very good. We know that Eden Prairie is going to be super young. Yeah. Yep. Holy Family's in transition. This is the ultimate. There, this is their lose season. now. Lose <laughs> yeah. now. Ultimate, isn't yeah. it? Yep. Yeah. Sorry to sit yeah. there and shake down two double A in the way too soon uh, section preview, yeah. but really, this is the year. Casino. This yeah. is the year. Yeah. yeah. Because, no offense, that was a. A state champion that they had to get by to get to state. Next year, there's no state champion in your way. No, no, no. So uh, six is Wyzetta. Yep, Just it, and they, study. It's a consistent powerhouse right now. In the current section setup, I think they're just a little bit better than Benilt. Yeah, Andy Dinah. And by the way, they have a bunch of good Bantams coming and, up. And we were talking about this on our uh, on the couch last night, but they're. There are players who are coming in who will fit the Wyzetta system well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something that we haven't talked about, do you really think that Uma, Cunha, Uma is going to go, uh, go to Edina Boys? Do you think that's a possibility? Boy, that's I have not been able to, you know. Talk about this? No, just give that any yeah. deep thought. I know. But Sorry, think about I, it. I, we, you, Danny, Mr. Non-Girls Hockey, was blown away yesterday when he found out she's won three state championships since she's in 10th grade. And, and she lost one in there, and too. And lost, yeah. sec- lost the state final, too. Yeah. Where's what she- does she have to prove? Where she where she committed? Yeah. Princeton. She spurned <laughs> Love the it. Gophers. Love it. She spurned the Gophers. <laughs> she said, Brad Frost, eh, I want to go to the Ivy League. She's my hero. I'm okay. more comfortable <laughs> here. And she just thought it was a smaller school. Uh, Ivy League, yeah. she just jumped on that. And they got a young coach who's, you know, mm-hmm. really coming after it. I think that uh, she could play. Could she bump Clarkowski, who's only a... That's the other thing. Yeah. Is I think Clarkowski's another was NTP kids who might get an invite. So he was he was very good this, good year. this year. Yeah. He was the best Edina goaltender I've seen in a long time. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really good. Um. So... Um, now that Robbie's stepped up his game, I think the chances become slimmer and slimmer for her to get a bunch of minutes. So I think sure. she might stay. Okay. And she's going to get it. I mean, Edina's drops way off this year. So she's seen some shots. She might get some more shots. She yeah. might get some 20, 30 shots a game right. for her There's development. There's that too. So. Yeah. Sure. Anyways, I thought that was worth bringing up. Yep. Okay. Wyzetta, then seven. Seven's been ill. They have a lot. Oh, they had a ton great of talent. Turning. I think we, we just kind of want to see them. Do prove something in sections now. Yeah. Here's the thing. We've been, it's hard to get high on Benilde when Benilde the last two years has really asked the bed. Yeah. They, they yeah. have really just pooped all over the place. Yeah. 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 It, it, they did it. They got okay this year. They got yeah. okay. They got, I, and they have a they improved great, at the end, but it was. But they yeah. need to prove that they can string a season together and, and play consistent, good hockey against and good teams and bad teams. Yep, outmatch a yep. team like Wyzetta. Yeah, yeah, and they got a weird. They have probably one of the strangest schedules. You know, they have yeah. Kennedy on their schedule, and then they have Edina on their schedule. Yeah, so this would be a you fun thing I mean? to research. Yeah. But do the teams who have those crazy schedules do well in sections? I think I like, have that. Yeah. I have that documentation, Carl. Sure. Remember, I ran yeah. that. I have a like, I have a whole spreadsheet on that on strength. We can talk about yeah, that. But, but I was we... talking specifically about, you know, 
Bill's strength yeah. of schedule might look the same as I don't know Duluth East's, but it's not it's not the same sure. steady schedule. It's like sure. it's, you have a bunch of terrible ones, and you have a ton of like yeah. conference games. So yeah, we that's can, a weird one. That if we do do a um, section realignment show, Carl, it yeah. would be interesting to bring that type data. of data uh, data okay. into play. I, Save I, it I for agree there. with that. I agree with that. Uh, number eight, Moorhead. I, I, they'll be in the state tournament for the next. <laughs> 14 years. years. So no congratulations, Moorhead. Just, just get used to him. You rocking. are now the Section 8 AA champs. For 2027. I mean, just get the trophy out now. Just, just give it to him. Rod Grammer, you have a consistent <laughs> pipeline at plate of color commentating. Yes. The section yes. final. And it's not over. His son, Johnny's a uh, fifth grader. So there's more grammars coming. <laughs> oh, you right he now. will know the teams inside and out. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Number nine, we, talk, we talked a little bit about this one, but Lakeville South. Um, yeah, we talked about yeah. it a, a few minutes ago. This is ago. where it gets hard for it Lakeville South. It really does. Dom's, Dom's Ludke back. I think they're top five. Yeah. They're clear-cut favorites to win one double A. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it just kind of depends. Their ranking kind of goes on those two because that's a lot of scoring. And we rank based on what we think is going to happen. Correct. Too. Correct. Yep, that's why Edina's yep. not in it. Yeah, we think Fetchko and Clark are gone if they're back. Fetchko and Clark are in there. I think they're a top ten team. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Great banner team too, uh, and they're a good skating team yep. no matter what. Yeah, yep. and ten is Andover. Uh, another team I think will. Yep. Yeah, mark the. Uh, you know, you know what I said about the eight double A trophy? Sorry, Carl, but <laughs> do it for the seven double A trophy. Andover's also a team that we really ignored at the start of the last season because of mm-hmm. everybody that they lost, but they really proved to Just us. Look at the depth of the program. I yeah. agree. Yeah, i i didn't I didn't have confidence that you know teams players that had not played varsity hockey could jump in and do so well. It's always hard, and we're seeing that more and more now. Like, like yeah. I am not nervous at all to say, yeah, Teddy Townsend is going to be one of the best players next year. Because I saw it. Yeah. Right? I've it, seen it, and I've seen this. We've seen Casey Middlestad do it. He jumped from Bantam Player of the Year to ooh-la-la, right? Yeah. In the, in the, in Drew the Holt's League, a good right? example yeah, of that, perfect. actually. Just jumped right in. Yeah, where I think in a, a 10, 20 years ago, it didn't not happen. The, not the like, case. Oh, yeah. Size was a difference maker type yeah. of thing when it came to high school. Doesn't yep. matter anymore. And just a grab bag of teams in no particular order after the top 10. Uh, I got the Lake Conference pile up, Eden Prairie, Tonka, um, Edina. Could, yeah, could be top outside. Down. Yeah, um, I think I think it's way too early. EP to is way EP. too young. I mean, yeah. that's a great group of freshmen that what, will be tenth yeah. graders next year, but that's way too early. Well, the their top five players were all seniors, mm-hmm. and there wasn't much after that. This was like yeah. a Grand Rapids yep. year, you know, from a couple of years ago. Yeah, when when Holt and Batch and Middlestead came in, there was Jack Jensen was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's they, no Jack Jensen no, at no, Eden Prairie. No. So yep, uh, others. Uh, Rogers, contender in eight double A. Centennial we mentioned briefly. Blake has a few decent players. Rozo's sort of in there. St. Thomas still. St. Thomas is yeah. really dependent on what comes in. We, really hard to say what's going to be there. Yeah. They'll be good. Yeah, They'll be right. good. Yeah. They have good uh, plenty of talent there. Yeah, but it's just so dependent on a lot of different things. And I don't think there's any one of those teams in the South Suburban, the Burnsvilles, Egan's, Ooh. Rosemonts. I don't think it's no, unless they rearrange that section's free trip. And yeah. Lakeville North isn't stepping up to challenge no. South next nope. year. No, nope. no. Nope. Nope. So. Although their squirts for really good which is so refreshing like oh good you know it's Someone not knew. you yeah. know what i mean it's not so one-sided and jake taylor the coach at lakeville north yep 
his kid's superstar on the squirt team. So oh, it's, it's kind of funny. You how can kind of see where yeah, this yeah, is yeah. going. It's yeah, like, yeah. yep, Annabeck leaves, Taylor comes in, and so yeah, kind of the, yeah. the cycle continues. So it's it's fun to see that. You know, I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. So um, trying That's to think if here. we missed anybody in particular. I don't have anyone now that the season is over. I'd just like to thank you two for in a really trying season of all the tournaments and stuff that we got. <laughs> we got all the shows in. Uh, we had a, another hugely successful year as far as listeners to the show. Yeah, it, thanks to everybody who listens. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're sticking through all five hours of us. <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, know. we've been making them a lot longer, but we haven't seen viewer drop-off, mm. and I think... Uh, listener know, drop off unless they're viewing their phone. Yeah, that would be a little weird. <laughs> oh, I love that is, one. Is there a camera logo. in the corner here? Yeah, <laughs> that could. Hey, that could, could happen. happen. Yeah. Peter and Jasper have been pushing all winter long that they want to go to a live streamed so, viewing. So of I could us. be on Zoom. Yeah, you'd be on Zoom with a picture, probably, or like a cardboard cutout. <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Welch. American Gothic card. Dennis Welch cardboard <laughs> cutout. Oh, no. Where is Dennis oh, no. Welch? <laughs> You're the Dennis Welch of the show. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, but, I'm done. I'm done. But, yeah, it's it, this year was a hard year, I know, f- just for me, because it's just hard to watch. I go to games. That's how yeah. I learn. Yeah. And it's just Carl went to more games uh, than me this well, year. Well, it was deep to immersion in the... Fun with one particular program. <laughs> it's weird though. You guys are popcorn guys. You got to be there. The smell, touch. I've seen so many of these kids play so long. I can go watch them. I can watch three you can games see a online. Box like, score. Yep, yep, yep. Oh yeah, I know what's going there. I know what's happening. I can kind of imagine it. I, I have to sometimes. I love when the section. There's a year, two, three years ago, and all the section finals were playing semifinals, and I watched them all online. I kind of like that because yeah, I like to. I, I hate. I remember one year we were. I was at Mariucci, and there was something going on down at Gustavus. I'm like, I wish I was at that game right now. It was like mm-hmm. Hutch and Laverne, or yeah. I was like, I want to be there. It's, I'd rather see all nine. It's Danny. Than be it's at da- one. It's Danny syndrome. He, cho- he chose the wrong game. Yeah, yeah I, I hate. I don't want to miss the game. Yeah, the tornado chasing yeah. syndrome. Yeah, I hate that. You know, I did. I've done that once with Breck and Orno, and then yeah. Eastview and and St. Thomas. Yeah, it, they flipped both. You know, one turned into overtime, and one turned into a runaway, yep. and at 8.15 p.m. They were close. It was close. I'm like, I want to go watch St. Thomas lose. Orno's going to win this game, and then that one went into overtime. I don't like doing it. I see, like to just see them all at once. I love I, the I'm online. the complete opposite where it's uh, like in the beginning of the season, I like see as many teams as possible, and then I really start to focus in on games of the week. Yeah. And, and go what like, could this, be good. this is the good one. This is, And then go like, I need to seize, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because there's a lot. Think of all the, like Gentry. Gentry was a team that turned into, I need to see. Yep. And that's what I love. I love the, I need to second catch. Second half, right? Yeah, the second yeah, half the second that half year. where it's like, these guys are good. Andover would have been a good example of that for me. I need to see them play Maple Grove. I would yeah. have been at that 3-2 game. Yeah, that would have, that, for sure. And, and there's so much happens in a season. We name our, our player of the year finalists to get out ahead of Mr. Hockey. Hockey a little bit. And now you look back and like, 
Carter Batchelder. Oh, Carter. Yeah, yeah, right? It's like Carter could win. Carter could win, you know, if you had it, if you had it that way. Yeah. And it happened with Bobby Brink. You know, mm-hmm. Bobby yeah. Brink, when we announced stars, was not even on our we need radar. Like a, I think we need, like, a playoff MVP award. We need a new award. <laughs> yeah, we, we do need an award. Yeah. Would have been Charlie Strobel. Would yes. Have been Bobby Brink. I mean, exactly. We have been Bobby that Brink. Award. Yeah. You know, It's the Jack Pat White Jensen. Memorial yeah. Award. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Right, Pat, Pat White. White. <laughs> he, he, Sorry, he's Pat. alive, though. Yeah. He's alive, but Pat White's the best example of a state tournament hero. Hank Sorensen. Yeah. But Hank was good the whole year. But. But he was still the reason. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, like on. that type of. We I need agree. an award. We need team. an award. We got. We definitely need an award yeah, for playoff that's MVP. Coming. Kind of a yeah. Con Smythe kind of yeah. award. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Well, thank you guys. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, we could be back in a few weeks. Uh, Red Black League. Thank you thank too. You, thank you, Red Black absolutely. League. Absolutely. Thank you to the Red Black League for your continued sponsorship. That gets these guys a few bucks in their pockets for for putting in all the time they do. TBD uh, when you Venmo Carl, but uh, not me. Yeah. I like that. That's <laughs> I'm just kind of like to keep you at, at, at arm's length financially. <laughs> it's good for Danny. Uh, but it's been a fun year. Looking forward to the spring and summer. Uh, we'll be have a show or two, and if not, we'll see you back here on the show next fall, early, late October, early November. We'll sprinkle some stuff. Yes, we will. For for Danny Ryan and Carl Shuttler, Tony Scott. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good spring and summer.